Mike, turn your games down. Hi, we're episode 206 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubbardton. Who has amnesia with me tonight? Uh, this is the one, the only, Richard. I am the law. Oh, wait, that's the wrong dread. <laughs> I, I am the, ma- oh, wait, that would be a spoiler. I am the bounty hunter who doesn't need two guns, bitch. Samson. <laughs> and you might know me from my YouTube channel and being on here so many times, especially yes. for Tomb Raider. <laughs> and I say I was going to be dreading this, but that'd be a lie. Hello, my name is Dominic. How are y'all doing? Welcome. That was a good joke, and I liked it. But I was <laughs> muted, so you didn't hear me laugh. Hi, it's Nate. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. And I'm a uh, famous bird person, bounty hunter, Carusetta, Carrie Chandler. And welcome back also. All people have been on the show many times at this point. Oh, yeah. We got a, First we got time we've all come got a, together like this. Yeah, we yes. got a quorum today. Yes, yeah. I have more people than I normally have for an episode. But, hey, when people want to talk like about... So we are here to talk about a game that I had no interest in playing. And paid 50 <laughs> bucks for it. Very upset about paying 50 bucks, but that, yeah, that's just me. Uh, we're here to talk about Metroid Dread, developed by Mercury Steam, published by Nintendo. Came out Again, in 2021. Said, Wouldn't it be fun to play this? And you're like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, and this is probably doing the most recent one. game he's had on games. My mom found. Um, is it? I don't know. At the, I did Resident Evil. Well, actually, Resident Evil Two Remake would be the newest one before this. So yeah, this should be the the newest one now. Yeah, because that was January or February twenty one. So yeah, yeah, the next game that comes out, uh, I think a couple episodes after this, the next game I'm doing. Oh yeah, it won't be. Well, a few more. You, you're doing in January. three remake at some point. Yeah, in January, early January is yeah, uh, three that, remake. That's that's not as uh, that still uh, was released before this one. Oh wow! So mm-hmm. this is the newest game on the show. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll we'll do Elden Ring soon, and then that'll be. <laughs> Man, I mean, so, just, like just quit your job for a couple of months. <laughs> you know, the, the funny thing is, I don't. I, oh, I probably would. The way that I get into a Dark Souls game, give me three, give me two weeks. If I had yeah. two weeks of just Elden Ring. And I have guides, no problem at all. My wife might hate me, but I could do it. <laughs> so I would just have to be like, hey, wife, go on a vacation. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll just gonna, I'll stay home and just devote my life to Elden Ring for a week or two. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you picked Metroid Dread because I absolutely love this game. And I beat it when it came out. And this gave me a reason to replay it a year over a year later. So mm-hmm. this is only fun. on because the rookie difficulty was announced. And I'm like, okay, some of the rookie difficulties here. I mean, the game's easier. Okay, I'm more interested now to try it. All right. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's still Metroid, though. Yeah. 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 yeah however you want to play it, that's fine. Yeah, and I and I, I couldn't cheat this. Well, I mean, I could have, but I didn't. I played this <laughs> legit on a Switch Lite, which was hard to go back to after playing on a Steam Deck. A Switch oh, Lite yeah. felt like I was playing a freaking Game Boy Micro at first. Like, it took it. me... There were many times where I would hit R or the the right trigger, not R one or L trigger, and mm. not one and die or screw up because I hit the wrong buttons. Yeah. It took a while for my fingers to get used to small buttons versus Steam Deck. Huh. And yeah. this is Did a kind of control like... scheme. You have to be very precise. Yes. Yeah. Did you feel I would like you rather were break the switch by like how hard you were pushing the buttons, like just because you were used to that weight of the Steam Deck? I was okay. I would have much rather played this on a, I think a regular switch or yeah. played this on the TV, but. Oh, I have a Switch Lite, and I wasn't going to go spend another $200, so. Yeah, I was going to say, well, that's I. the beauty of the regular Switch. You could alternate between the two. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't have yeah. a Switch. Yeah, I have a I have a launch day Switch, and I pretty much play it. My, my son plays it undocked a lot, but I play almost exclusively docked. 
And so I played this with Joy-Cons until I uh, I bought, I fixed a broken Joy-Con that I bought on eBay, or not Joy-Con. Switch? Pro Controller. Oh. Switch ah. Pro, I fixed a Switch Pro Controller. I bought, I bought a broken, a couple of broken ones and kind of fused them together and made a working one. And I beat the final boss with the Pro Controller. And I'm like, oh. man, I wish I'd had this for the entire game because it feels so good. Okay. Like, yeah, it feels so, so much better. Yeah, it feels so much better than a uh, than Joy Cons, but I I would have yeah. liked it better with a Pro Controller versus <laughs> the Switch because it was the controls are hard because like Rich said, yeah, I wouldn't want to play it like some of those uh, Shine Spark puzzles would be really annoying handheld. I yeah, mean. I mean it was just hard doing some of the fights where I mean you have to be so precise. I mean I got good after a while, but like in the in the early part of this game, I would fuck up a lot by hitting the wrong button. And we just did this on 3ds yeah. not that long ago too, so that that also is a very Cramped yeah. control scheme there. Yeah, was yeah. that this Sam, year? Sam, Sam, Sam that was la- a year ago. Yeah, oh. almost exactly a year ago. Oh, that was I, not I planned, be, by the way. <laughs> I might be the outlier on this, but like when I try to play this with a pro controller, I am worse than when I'm playing like handheld with the Joy Cons. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but my I just become a lot better when I have those tiny yeah. things. Well, mostly the Joy Cons okay. are fine. The thing is, I always feel whenever I do the the speed boosting. I feel like I'm going to break my Joy-Cons. I feel like I'm going to break that left Joy-Con every time I, I do the speed boost. <laughs> They're like throwing the stick hard to the side while pressing it in at the same time. I'm like, I can feel this thing like cracking in my hand, it feels like, which it's not. But <laughs> with, the pro con- with the Pro Controller, I, I did just like run around a little bit with it and do some shine sparking and it just feels like really good. Oh, and since this game is newer, I don't always say it's a show, but I want to. There will be spoilers from Metroid. It only came out a year ago, so I should put that in there. I mean, you're not playing this for the story, but there is a story. So in case, and we will get there. I mean, it's a good story. It is actually. It is, but you're not playing a Metroidvania for story, I feel. It's it's funny because I'm on. Metroid stories generally do well, except for like a couple stumbles. Yeah. Mm. This one I felt is really good. And it's also, it's funny, if you look at the, the wiki for the Metroid timeline, Every game in the series is like a paragraph or two, and then you get to Metroid Dread, and it's like five huge paragraphs. It's five. It's like almost five times as long as the story for any of the other games. Well, this is like the end of the story that they started back in the first Metroid game thirty some years ago, because this is essentially supposed to be number five in the in the actual series, series yeah. of the twelve yeah. game. And, and ti- yeah, timeline wise, it's the last game in the series. Yes, for sure. I mean, it is. It is. I guess we could say, you know, it's very much a direct sequel to Fusion. Yeah. Which was, Great. you know, and, and but also incorporates Other M, which was a prequel to Fusion. And I made a joke on the Fusion episode. I'm pretty sure that was like, that was years ago at this point, where I said, yeah, if we'll ever get a sequel to Fusion. And hey, we got the Fusion story explained more. Like, yeah. well, I manifested it. Thank you. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember what I said, so go back and listen to the Fusion episode, somebody. And I, I know I made a comment saying like, yeah, like we'll ever actually see another, you know, uh, end to this because I didn't think that I didn't think this game would ever come out. No one did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when when I watched that E3 uh, where they announced it, like I saw Metroid Five and I was like, oh my god! And then I saw Dread, I was like, oh my god! <laughs> like <laughs> my wife, told oh me yeah, to be quiet because I was just screaming at the TV. Like, this is amazing! <laughs> like you don't understand. Because this was referenced in Metroid Prime. There's a there's a reference. Three. Oh, is it Prime three. three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And I know this was, was a out- DS game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm glad this wasn't DS. I hate DS. So. Which I'd be, I be. I want to know like what they kept from that game besides the yeah. name. 
Like, if there was anything in that game that they were just like, oh, we like that idea, we're going to my, use it. Or if guess, they just asked Nintendo, can we just make Dread? And Nintendo was like, sure. I guess they kept 2D, um, and they kept Fusion Sequel. I think that's all they kept. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet the story, not the big picture, but like, I mean, just the, the rough outline of the story was probably all, the idea of the, we're continuing to see what happens with the ex-parasite. Yeah. And yeah. the and and also what hap- what do we do with Samus having Metroid DNA now? I think that was probably always in it. And otherwise I think it was just two D Metroid fusion sequel. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Which I really appreciate second Metroid game I beat legit because I beat Metroid Samus Returns legit because I didn't have a choice. And then I beat yeah. this legit. <laughs> so I, have a I, I beat fusion cheating and zero mission cheating and I won't change that. But so I, I've beaten most of the games in the series, but um, I my the first metro. So I hundred percented Samus Returns, but I used a guide, and then I hundred percented this one hundred percent without a guide, and okay. that's so this nice. is like I think this is probably the only game ever that I've hundred percented without using a guide. I so yeah, like, that's my big models. accomplishment with it. That is an accomplishment. So this this is actually the the first Metroid game I played without a quote strategy guide to use. I was when I played it, I played it by the seat of my pants and only looked up very little of it. I only only had to look up like the, the, the complicated puzzles. Like, okay, I had to jump here, shine spark here, get this angle then run up the hill and do it again. This time I hundred percented it again. This time though, I, there were like three different shine spark puzzles. I looked up and then also there was like one or two times where I'm like, I just don't know where I'm supposed to go next. And I looked up like a map to see what am yeah. I missing here? Oh, there's a little hole there I missed. So I definitely I didn't I wouldn't play like with a guide the whole time, but I definitely looked at the guide five or six times this time. And I looked at my playtime and I, I, I like I said, I 100 percented it. And but it was three less hours this time. And nice. I, I think it's those three less hours because I didn't spend an hour and a half beating my head against the wall against the shine spark puzzle without looking it up this time. I beat my head against the wall for like 15 minutes and then look it up. There's only one puzzle I did not just fuck with after a while. I'm like, I can't, I don't want to do this anymore. I think that's the yeah. only thing I did not get. What? So what I completely forgot this time and I had to look up and, I, and that was like what clicked for me is that you can shine spark at a 90 degree angle into a ramp and then immediately yes. hit down and it recharges your shine spark. I didn't. Yes. I completely forgot that, and you have to know that there's two different shine uh-huh. spark puzzles that you can only do that way. Uh, and so that's wild. That's where yeah. I gave up. Like, because in any Metroid game where I have to, especially when I have to play legit, I go for all the energy tanks that I can. I don't care about missiles, but I care about health. And I went and got all the energy, all the energy tank parts, except for I think it was two. Because when I got to that last section, and there's a one that you you showed us a video of in the shine spark puzzle with the ramp, so you have to. And I was just like. I cannot do this. And the one that's I in the cold, the cold area, right? Yeah, I was just yeah, like, this is that, ridiculous. That is the one where I had to look it up, and it showed them do it into the ramp. And I'm like, oh, duh, I completely forgot that, this. That was too much yeah. for me. Like, yeah. I don't like, like, when I play Super Metroid, I don't shine spark at all, because you don't have to, because it's a secret thing in that game. And I hate shine sparking, personally, in any Metroid game. Yeah, it's kind of a I mean, it's, it, they, the animals show you how to do it. So it's, yeah. it's not, it's a secret that you can do it before you're told you can do it. I think but I think in this game, it expects you to shine spark at least sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think, yes. but I don't think it's required to beat the game. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah. You have to, I think, I think you have to shine good. spark through certain things just so you can advance the story and. Oh, do get, you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there. You beat that Emmy. You have to use it to get to the very top of that room. That's right. That's right. And I think that's the only required use of it. Yeah, but that one is like it's just like run, go straight up. You know, it's it's like the one in Super Metroid where the animals show you. It's just run, go straight up. But uh, I I was I was gonna say like there's a lot of the Shine Spark puzzles in Super and in some of the other games as well, but. This game, I feel like, has the most complicated, hardest ones. Oh, yeah, because there's, like, oh, my God, there's the one where you have to, like, jump, flip back, flip up a wall, and then go under, and then, like, jump Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. That, in that kind of green area. Yeah, that one is, this time around, that was the last one I did. And I looked up, I, I knew how to do it. I remembered how to do it, but I couldn't pull it off. So I looked up an alternate way to do it, tried the alternate mm-hmm. way a few times, and then went back and just did it the way I knew how to do it. So I, yeah. I, I I count that as one of my three lookups, but it was a lookup that didn't do me any good. I still ended up just doing it <laughs> the right the right way because you can't you can actually do it from the top also, but you've got to be so fast and you got to be really yeah. good at canceling your um your space jump in the middle of the space jump or do it before you get space jump. That's another thing I is can't, I can't space jump yeah. makes space jump actually makes some of the shine sparking harder. And in yeah. Super Metroid, you can turn off space jump. Right. Yeah, you, can, you can turn off your powers. Even, I like and this one. You can't turn off your powers. But I do like in this one. You can toggle on the shine spark or not. I I didn't see that you could. Like I was trying to turn well, off. I mean, you have to, uh, you have to press jump. the button to do it. You have to press oh, down the, the trigger. Right? The, the analog yeah. stick. Mm. Oh well, right, right. But you, yeah, you you in um in super, you have to hold the run button. It's the same thing. Yeah. You hold the run button and press down to activate the shine. The shine. The shine spark. You press the run button to pull, build up the speed boost, and then down to shine spark. So it's. It's the same, except for instead of pushing the stick, you're holding a run button. Right. The one that I had the most trouble with when I did 100% is there's one where you ha- it's like a bunch of diagonal shine sparks that you have to do, and you have to like like run up a slope, and then like when you hit the top of the slope, it's flat, and you have to like hit down so you can store another shine spark. Yeah. That one yeah. that one took me forever to do. Yeah, there's there's three there's three where you have to do that, and oh. I just forgot you could even do that. I, yeah. I only remember the one oh, yeah. and it, like you have to like there's the I one in the I water it was there's the one yeah. in the water area there's the one in the cold area and then there's the one that's below the one where you have to super bomb uh power bomb or you don't have to power bomb but you can't that bomb. one yeah yeah you don't have to power bomb sorry it's it's below that one there's that one yeah so there's there's three of them where you i mean you might be able to do it without it in one of them but you basically have to store it on the ramp Still a bitch to pull off, though. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. all, they're all, yeah. yeah. But you feel so cool when you do it, and you're just like, you yeah. do. <laughs> oh, you feel like I recorded them whenever I did them, and like share them, and like my, the, I'm in a, I'm in a Discord, um, a Nintendo Discord, and I'm like, look at, look at this one, look at this second try or four fifty of tries. <laughs> <laughs> the First one that I did, the one that, the fact that the changes that the Mercury Steam has made feel good to their, oh um, yeah. Like the design and movement of Samus, like the cross bomb is a really good addition as well. You know, yeah, yeah that's a nice. And, and the 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 countering that was introduced in Samus Returns, a lot of people hate it in Samus Returns, and I was like fine if it in Samus Returns. And this, it feels really good. The countering feels good, and they yeah. integrate it into the boss fights. Like my son was yes. like trying to do it without, and I'm like, listen. Because he's, you know, he's playing through the game. I'm like, listen, you've got to get good at the countering now because you're going to have to do it to beat a bunch of the bosses in this game. You can only beat them if you counter. So you got to like learn countering now in the first area and get really good at it. Plus, you know, anytime you're low health, 
find an enemy that you can counter and they'll like give you a ton of health if you counter them. Yeah, so, oh, yeah that's you know, one of the pluses it's, to that. It's a real great, it's, it's actually, I think it's a great mechanic. I know, like I said, in, in Samus Returns, people just hated the countering, which I, I liked it in Samus Returns. Oh, um, I like it a lot. Yeah, I, I like it in Samus too, Returns I as well, think. but I feel like it feels better in this one. There's it more of a, it's a bigger window. It's also much smoother yeah. in this game, and it's yeah. much more needed. I mean, you also have less bosses, too, in this game. I mean, that's something that has to really be said. Like, in, in Samus Returns, you fight too many fucking bosses because of just the nature of that game as Hunt Metroid, so it made sense. Where in this game, yeah. like, my, you have to counter to finish boss fights, but also, like, it's only a few, and it makes complete sense. Okay, yeah, it's basically all it's basically all the Chozo soldiers have to yeah. be countered, and then some of the yeah. others can be countered, but don't have to. It also wasn't yeah. that big. The window yeah. was bigger, for sure. On especially oh, on rookie yeah. mode, I, I had, because I wasn't perfect. Where Metroid Samus Returns, I think you had to be pretty well perfect to get it. I yeah, mean, it's, everyone it's, says the window was more open, but then the Emmys also happen. Oh, Emmys happen I got it. Oh, yeah. So the, fir- <laughs> the first time I played this game, uh, so I thought the first time I played this game, I only got off two Emmy parries the whole time. And I thought, oh, it's just luck. This time, I think in between playing this game and playing it again a year later, I've played like 500 hours of Dark Souls. <laughs> and I don't know if it's that or what, but I got to where I could reliably parry, I would say, 90% of the time. I had one Emmy wow. who caught me five times. I parried him all five times in a row. Impressive. Yes. Like, I, I got really Impressive good at the parries. I got like a kill off of, never like, a couple there. of them. I got like a kill off a couple of them where I melted his face. Like I almost <laughs> had his face melted. And then he hit me. I parried him, finished melting his face and blew him up. Like I got a, I, I had one where I melted it. I almost melted his face, parried him, melted his face. He hit me again. I parried him and then blew him up after the second parry. I got, I, I was really like just bragging, but I got impressed with myself on the parries. I would still miss him occasionally. I was happy that I got two in a row at some points. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I, I, it just, it just clicked with me. Um, and they give you two opportunities each time. Oh, too. I yeah. never got the second parry. Cause they, when any grabs you, you get a, you get a first parry and then you, which you have a window for, which you can kind of see. I think it's milliseconds. It's predictable. Yeah, the yeah. first one is a little predictable. The second one, it's like, especially if the later Emmys, their second shot, they'll do like a fake sometimes, or they'll they'll yeah. they'll time it differently each time. So if you miss the first yeah. one, the second one's way harder on the on the later Emmys. On the first oh, Emmy, the first few, it's not it's the same. I think. But. And I just want to say for those that don't know, Emmys are robots that were sent to this planet to harvest or to find out what's going on with the X parasite. But then something happened, and now they're trying to kill you. But you don't find out until later because the spoilers. Is that they're trying yeah. to get the Metroid DNA out of you? That's why the second parry is that big spike that shoves into you. They're trying to kill yeah. you and take your Metroid DNA because they've been reprogrammed yep. by the big bad of the game, Raven yes. Beak. Raven yeah. Beak. And um, I have never hated an amiibo. Like I hate my Emmy amiibo. I actually was like, I fucking hate Emmy. So oh, well, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> it. <laughs> I hated it. No, not, Man, it I, I want that. I want that Emmy amiibo. It's so beautiful. I, I want like a big one. Like I want like a Gundam, like an Emmy Gundam that I can like gun, Gunpla kit that I can put together. I want. Anytime I parried them, I always would like like I'd pull it off. I'd be so surprised I pulled it off that I would just stand there for a few <laughs> seconds, like oh, what do I do now? Oh, that's great. Yeah. I, oh, I one time I, time I did was successful with that, but I just like. <laughs> I'm like, yes, and I get the hell out of there if I can. <laughs> One time I parried Emmy twice, but I didn't I didn't think about the fact that I could go under his legs, even though I did that early <laughs> part where you go under his legs. 
And I stood there in a corner, parried him like two or three times. I'm like, well, this ain't helping me. And I just died because I just couldn't, I couldn't get out of it. But I kept parrying him. It was yeah, early I, on. I, I had one that he cornered me uh, underwater oh. and I parried him. And then I just, my brain like shut off and I just pulled, I just like backed further into the corner and he got me again and I parried him again and he got me in the corner and he, I parried him again a third time. And then he got me the fourth time. I just like, for some reason, Mike, I just couldn't think of what I'm going to do. What am I supposed to do here? You couldn't get out of it anyway, really, if you're yeah. in the corner. It's hard. Well, I mean, yeah. you, I guess you can slide. You can, can you, can, you can, um, yeah, you can, yeah. but like, I was, I don't know. I just like, my brain shut off and I was like, I, and I was just like instinctive, just parry, parry, parry. Ah, but oh, Dominic, no, I, what did you think of the Emmys? I think you made a comment about them ahead of time before we did this recording. Oh, I quite like them. I think they're great. Like, they're more challenging than doing the Metroids and Samus Returns, but they also like, it's, it's very clear. Like, hey, there's like eight of these. And you just got to, like, fight them and figure them out. And then you do. And then it, it, there's no tricks to that. It's just, you know, they're going to get progressively harder. And you got to be faster and better and more precise with your controls. And, you know, so as they go, like, you have to melt down their face and defeat them. And then each time you have to do that, it, it gets harder and harder. Like, there's that one you basically have to, like, get following even, like, a circle around the room until you're oh, able to, oh, like, yeah. finally pull it off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was that the first one? Talking about? It's yeah, the one before the purpose. Purpose. A green okay. one, yeah, green okay. one. The purple one is is crazy because he fi- like he fires that like pulse that like shocks you and oh, yeah, because yeah. he's when <clears throat> you get the um the electric shot for, or whatever it's called from. Wait, there's the, some yeah. asshole ones. The the yellow one is the real asshole. The fast at the speed booster. That oh, fucker yeah. can. Oh god, that was miserable because he was so damn fast and he would just be on me in seconds. I'm like, I do not like this. I do not like this at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I, I really uh, liked the Emmys a lot. It introduced it, it's. I mean, it's similar to the SAX, but yes. the the SAX infusion is more of like a. It's like it's almost like an interactive cutscene. You know, when you come across it, usually, yeah, more than yes. like this is like it. It reminds me of is it um Resident Evil? Is a Resident Evil three? But Nemesis that has Nemesis that the, the the guy is following you through the police state is that. There's that two, two you're thinking of. X. That's, the, that's the remake of two, right? The remake, X gonna of, bring two. It to remake you. of two is X. Nemesis is in three. And whenever you encounter Nemesis, he follows you for a while. Yeah. I, and I think it's a similar, like, I, I've only watched those games because I can't play horror games. I'm, I'm too much of a, a I wuss. Mean, I played the original, uh, the, the original RE two and three when it was ported great. to the GameCube. I've yeah, not but, that, but that's what it makes. I've seen people play it. But that's what it makes me think of is that, like, because they are until you until you get the uh, the Omega Cannon each time, the, or until you you know you get the Omega Energy until you destroy the central processing unit in that area, then they are an unbeatable killing machine that will yes. kill you in one hit minus you know your chance of parrying. And yeah. there, it's it's such a I, I know like my one of my my best friends he you know loves Metroidvanias he loves the Metroid games he doesn't like Dread as much because he doesn't like the Emmys. Because he feels like it break, you know, it breaks up the uh, the pace. But I feel like they, I they, like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked it too. Right, like it makes it not just another Metroid game. Right. Yeah. You know, and like with, without I'm the so Emmys, used to having the SAX, I'm so used to having yeah. the phase on Met- Samus following you around and Prime, and that whole thing has been yeah. done. You know, the Metroids defeating all fifty Metroids and Returns has been done. Right. This is a way to. De- do that that feels different and more interactive i feel yeah. like yeah yeah i mean this would basically it would just feel like remake of super metroid without the emmys the emmys give it that 
that Thread. that twist, that really good twist. Yeah, I feel like it I think it's a, I think it's a great thing. Though I will say, every time I managed to kill one, I I flipped off the TV. I was just like, <laughs> I was like fuck you, fuck you. That's what you. Do. But also, so That's ready, so ready for there to be a twist where they're like, whoa, actually, there are six more. God. Well, they're they're kind of there's there's kind of a very like obvious twist when you know so, uh, quiet robe turns them off for you and so you're like oh good the mimics are gone and then no of course they're going to get turned back on like sure like that right but other yeah that it would be uh, it would be i was yeah i was kind of surprised that there wasn't like an emmy at the end of the game maybe that chases you off the planet i'm okay if it wasn't i'm fine I, too it just i, I, was, I thought sick it was of i expected it seven was yeah. just and, enough yeah and the last one's not even one that you really fight that was fine though. Yeah. yeah, but then like that's the great thing. It's like I think they're really well paced because it's not like you're you're doing it back to back to back or anything either. Right. No, right. but you go through those areas enough as you're tra- as you're traversing through that they can they become an, an issue. And I don't think I I didn't always find the central processing unit right away. Like maybe I uh, couldn't or you're some but of them I, you can't. So you have to come back later. Yeah. yeah. I just I also hated the fight every time I had to fight one where I had to use the Omega Cannon, I would die Usually two to three times in each one until I learned where I'm, the pattern of what I'm supposed to do. It always took me a bit. Same. I, was, I, I had a really yeah. hard time. I, I, I died. There is one or two of them that, that even with me trying to parry and feeling like I'm good at the parry, there's like one or two of them where I just could not do it and I would eventually miss the parry and die. Yeah, the parries were like, I think with the Emmys, the parries were very tricky. The Emmys were basically two types of puzzles. One. Get by them without getting caught so you could get to the core to get the weapon you need to defeat them. Two, once you get them, manage to be able to take get the time to pull off both maneuvers. First, wiping out the faceplate and then blowing their heads off. So it's basically you avoid and then you ki- you hunt. You are hunted and then you are hunter. Oh, yeah, very much. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good like, symmetry, like you're, like you're saying. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which it kind of fits in with like how Samus has been built as a character too, where she encounters a problem, can't solve the problem, then becomes, you know, like finds equipment and is like, oh, I can you know, solve this yes. problem now. Yeah. And I feel like it was also done in a way where it did not feel arbitrary. Like, oh yes, this is what I have to do because I'm, I'm doing Samus things and I have to, yeah. right. This felt like there's a good, like reliance on this is how the systems work and this is what you're expected to do. And you just got to do it versus like, okay, we're going to have some moments where, you know, thematically, story-wise, this is going to happen. You're going to be unable to do anything at this point, right, until later. But that that's, like, something that I'm always wary of. It's, like, even you have something so specific and it has to be done in such a specific way, it's, like, if it feels arbitrary, then there's no point. I for sure thought there was going to be, like, uh, sorry, just going back to Twist, because the Omega Room is kind of set up. Like they have like uh, beams like in uh, the Mother Brain rooms from yeah. like Metroid yeah. and Super Metroid. Yeah. So I for sure thought that like the whole twist of the game was gonna be like when Samus goes down originally, like she dies and you are a clone of Samus, like escaping from you know the planet because oh, you no, wake that up. Been, that been so I was like, I was convinced the whole entire game. I was like, this ain't really Samus. Like this is somebody else, and this is a weird. <laughs> Like, you know, cloning, clone training area to be like, oh, here's what the original Samus had to deal with, with mother brain beams and stuff. That would probably take more in ties with than other M than with Fusion. I haven't played other M, but I'm glad they didn't uh, listen to me during that story pitch because that would be bad. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been interesting. 
when the shares they will be when they when the shares the Nintendo execs or whatever developing studio they will consider for Metroid Six will be like guy just had good idea. <laughs> All right, Prime Four. Let's reboot it again. Get new ideas. I think if, I wonder if Prime Four is going to be after this or if it because I feel like I mean unless Prime because Prime the Prime series takes place before Super Metroid. No, the Prime series, Prime series Metroid, takes Metroid. place between Metroid, Metroid and Metroid Two. Yeah, yeah. so I, I I still feel like Prime Four will pro- will probably be later, or maybe it will be right after that. I don't know. I mean, who who do, I don't even care about Prime Four. Just to be honest with you guys, like I could care less. I do. I want I mean, to see I just, more. I want to see more than a logo. Like I know they rebooted it internally, but I just I want to know more. I mean, I definitely I love Prime, and so I'm looking forward to Prime Four. But in terms of story, I've never really cared about the Metroid story at all, except for I think it's really good in this game. And yeah. I actually, I, I'm Fusion. So I'm going to be the unpopular opinion. Fusion is one of my less favorite Metroid games. It's not my least favorite, but it's one of my less favorite because of the linearity of it, where I feel like you're just being led by the nose by Adam the whole game. And there's not as much exploration, no. but I think it has a, I think it has a very good story. And it was the first one where I was like, oh, the story is actually like matters. I, so I, I have a question. Care about the story a little bit. In, yes. In fusion, when you end fusion, aren't you essentially a criminal? I don't know that you're a criminal. You've de- basically you've destroyed this planet in order to destroy the SAX, the ten SAXs, and yeah. the X parasite. You're, okay. I mean, you. I you're don't like think it's. Adam is in conversation with like other people that are like kind of telling Adam what to say to Samus and all that, but there's no real no. talk about whether like defying okay, Adam means maybe defying it's, all of that. It's been maybe it's just been a while. I think we did it before episode fifty. I think we did fusion. Fusion was episode one hundred three. Oh, that's not <laughs> okay. So that's still two years ago, but okay, not as old as zero mission thinking. might have been fifty. Yeah, zero mission yeah. fifty. Yeah, that's close but, to fifty yeah. at least. But there's so, discussion in in fusion about like okay well politics 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 with adam and things and, and it, it, it's similar here in that adam is very controlling and you know he only gives you so much information but there's a different reason for it this time which is cool yeah well adam is well adam is a computer that's the computer on her new ship and it's it's like it, it, is it a computerization of the actual adam malkovich yes uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. That was so, the like, original so, idea, yes. So is it, does he, uh, I guess he died, does he die in Metroid Other M? Yes. Yes, he sacrificed okay. himself. Okay, and so then, is his consciousness uploaded to make the AI in Fusion then? Is that that's what's the going implication. on? That, that's the implication, because that's like kind of the reveal, is like, oh, you remind me of this guy. Oh, wait, you are kind of this guy. And when he <laughs> then addresses her as lady. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because that's how he that's talks. That's giveaway, that's... That's, that's their banter. God, that is the one of the fucking dumbest things in Other M. I Sorry, can't. I, I hate. I, know, it's I, I, I hate, I can't I hate so much about Other M. Other M for the show. The characterization of Samus as like is like spunky, rebellious anime girl, and Adam, <laughs> and the way he talks, just everything about it. I hate it so much. And and I can't but I, but anyway, I think Fusion. Yeah, other than the you know lady stuff, I think Fusion has a good story. I like it. I like that much about it. It's. As a Metroid, as a game, I think it's very good. As a Metroidvania, it's like the least, I don't know, Vania of the Metroidvanias, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah, no, that does. I mean, it's not the a series. This game, yes. I would argue, though, that, that, that Fusion also has some of the most, like, like explorative and, like, most intricate, like, secret rooms. Yes, yeah. that's true. It so does. There's it, so it much does of it that takes some... place 
just by exploring. It does. It's just it's less open than the other games in the series where and you it's can less just literally go everywhere. Yeah, where like like with this game, I mean this game has I don't think this game has much mystery to me because like you kind of know oh look, I just got access to this elevator. I just got access to this, so this is probably where I have to go next. Yeah, I mean, and the and the Emmy zones also break up the exploration, uh, but you do constantly find yourself going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Whereas yeah. in Fusion, it'll just be, all right, this place is locked, it's done. And, and they now, don't do that as they don't do that as much in this game. And you're right. Yeah, I at, guess the my, end of, at the end of Fusion, you can go back and explore. That's true. I guess my, my complaint about this game is that I feel like there wasn't as much exploration as all the other ones. Because for me, at least, if there was something that I, you know, forgot, like a fork in the road I didn't take, like, okay, I discover a couple more rooms, but there really weren't as many secret rooms. So, like, really mm-hmm. dig your teeth into and, like, see how everything, like, interconnected. It was all just kind of like, okay. There's like one here. There's a couple big things over here, but nothing really wowing or like impressive. I can, I I can see that the way it's divided by these uh, teleporters and 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 uh, trains, whereas Super Metroid is just like one big connected world. Yeah, and this this yeah. has all those. Yeah, I can I can get that. That's true. I think this is. Like, I think Samus Returns was better about it too, because Samus Returns at least had parts where like there was like that big boss battle where you were going through so much of like a specific part of the world just fighting mm-hmm. it that you had to g- kind of go back and explore everything else that was left in its wake, and there was like other parts oh, yeah. of it because it. And that it happens once in too. this game. That happens once in this game where you're a in a bit. part that's like exploding after you back up the lava. Yeah. Or but yeah, yeah, you're right. You killed you're a right. terrible uh, boss. Samus Returns is a little better about it, but I do feel like this is a little bit of a throwback to Samus Returns of having and, and Fusion. Samus Returns and Fusion both and the original Super Me- or Metroid Two have the disconnectedness of the elevators and the yes. so, which comes to me, but Super Metroid also does have the elevators. That's true. I was I was thinking like it was completely connected. Yeah, but, but it's also right. forty five second load times. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, I timed I it. Never I, timed it. It. I never noticed it. I never noticed it until people pointed it out. Uh, oh, it, it, it was atrocious. It is it is unconscionable for a game that is that is installed to my system memory. I, I don't know. Maybe I've been spoiled by having a PS5 and having like zero load times, but this was insane. Like I was I would get up and go to the bathroom on the elevator rides. <laughs> like it was it was ridiculous. Like I could get up, go get a drink. I mean, I, I timed it. One of them, one of the teleporters was 48 seconds. Like that's that's ridiculous. That that is that, some, like early CD-ROM era crap. No, that doesn't sound also, too terrible to me. <laughs> oh, it's also I think maybe they did it because that way you could get a mental break. Oh, and I, I think I it's just the hardware limitations, honestly. This, so Nate, this game, this game, oh, go ahead. So Nate, were these load times better or worse than when you played Dead Space Three Hardcore mode? They were better, so I didn't mind them. <laughs> <laughs> After what you went through for Hardcore but, mode, yeah. But I like I that's fair <laughs> when I originally played it, I played on a launch switch and I d- didn't really find them too egregious, but I have it digitally installed on an SD card. And then uh, I got an OLED in January. And so, yeah, I, like, I don't know. They didn't really bother me too much compared yeah, to was... having to spend five minutes closing a game and then copying a save to the PS3 and then loading the game back up, having to sit through an awful menu. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, that's yeah. That's, that's brutal. I, I, you know, come to think, I was wondering if, cause they didn't bother me when I played it a year and a, a year ago or whatever. I wonder if my switch is just getting slower because my switch is a launch edition. I got it the day the switch, I pre-ordered it. So yeah, I mean, it could be like switch. Uh, 
it might also yeah. depend on like what else you have installed on it too. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know anything about anything. So I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It was. It the was. Cart. The cart seemed fine. <laughs> it, it's honestly the only thing I had to complain about this game. I thought this game was amazing. So, and my only real gripe was that the low the load times annoyed me. A it little bothered bit. me when I was dying constantly. Like for example, when the boss is ZX, I think his name is the experiment guy. I died on yeah. him so many times because I didn't know what I was supposed to do because I didn't look it up. Like so Z- which one is ZX? He is the monster that, that you see being shocked that you then see oh, later. Right. He's the one that's clogging up the heater, essentially. Right, yeah. right. Mm. He oh, is a super fight. annoying fight. If you because what, to, like, what to do is not obvious. Room. He sweeps the room. Yeah. yeah. Right, that one? Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the only reason I couldn't beat him, though, because I didn't know you what you were supposed to do, like because I kept hitting him and hitting him and hitting him, but the problem with him is you don't break his legs off because he has a he has a phase where he puts his legs around the room and holds the room and then does like a beam attack and i just thought okay i just kept jumping around if you don't break those legs the fight will never end well yeah but yeah. i mean you just got storm missiles right before him and i don't know yeah, yeah. no it took me about i fought him <laughs> okay. 10 times and that fight i fought that fight for 15 minutes at one point and i'm like why the fuck won't he die and then i finally looked up a video and they're like yeah just do this and i'm like fucking a and i beat him my, on like my third try after that, that. That fight I, I, is my favorite fight in the game. I like, like it a lot, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's my favorite, but I like it a lot. My my only issue with it this well, this time I for I didn't notice at first like I died twice before I noticed that when he shoots his beam, it leaves like a damaging thing sludge on the floor. Yeah. And I, I just yeah. somehow didn't notice that the first two times. And I was like, why am I taking so much damage? Like, oh, okay, never mind. And then after that, you know, it was <laughs> I didn't think it was but I, you know, I think, you know, also I beat the game before, so it was like I, I don't re- I don't know that I remembered, but I saw the five legs on the walls. So like, oh yeah, storm missile. I don't. It just didn't click to me. I also don't like the storm missile because I don't oh, I like. Love, I felt I vulnerable when I used it. So I, I think never, that's I my like, favorite. I think it's my favorite new thing, new item. I gotta give them oh, the yeah. cross bomb for that. But like the storm missiles remind me of like the weirdness they were doing with like the ice missiles and fusion. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I just didn't. Like I do them. like when they get weird and experimental. Because it's like the thing that's nice is that each game does have different powers in the end. Yeah, like, there's yeah. different yeah. shit you can get. And this one doesn't like at least it, I I like the explanation. Like when you first get to the planet, you get your ass beat by the Chozo, and then he <laughs> throws you at the bottom of the planet, and essentially is just testing you. Other things like that are cool too. Thinking about it now, is like the the order in which you get things. I think is always super cool about yeah. all the different games. Like the morph ball comes so late in this one. It's weird. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, and you well, shit you, from you an start- enemy. You start with missiles in this one. Yeah. yeah. Which, which and I the power bomb nice. comes really late, and you get the screw attack much earlier. Yeah, power bomb was uh, is the last thing you get, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. The last uh, Emmy you beat. Yeah, which is weird that it's that late. I mean, it's always a later power up, but normally not that late. Yeah, it's yeah, cool that they're willing to like screw to with it like that. that. I really, I really appreciate that. I did, I did too. Yeah. I, 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 really I, I just imagine that, like, what what if there was a one that had, like, the Morph Ball be the last thing you get, and everything just comes <laughs> oh, with it? Well, I'll tell you, if you want to try that, just play a randomizer <laughs> of Super Metroid. <laughs> uh, because I did That's a Super fair. Metroid randomizer, and when you do it, one of the options you can do is set Morph Ball first. And I didn't do that the mm-hmm. first time I played through it. And I'm talking, like, I was a good nine hours in before I got Morph Ball. You want to uh-huh. see testing your ability to play Super Metroid... <laughs> Play it without Morph Ball. Holy yeah, crap. no thank you. No thank you. Oh. At least this game has a slide, which is new, to let you get the under slide thick. is cool. Oh, the I slide like is the slide. cool. I love the slide. It's so fun. It feels so, it's like parkour. Yeah. yeah. 
before we get too far away from Morphball, you can uh, you can use the slide to sequence break and get Morphball early. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry, bombs. You can get bombs early. Yeah, and then go and fight Crade. <laughs> and then if, oh, you that fight, is cool. if you use the bombs against Crade, it's like a special cutscene just for yeah. people with the sequence broke. And I that is amazing to me. That yeah. is amazing that they actually put in a, 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 a special cutscene for the sequence breakers. It is the the skip you have to do is so difficult. Okay, you go. So to to get the bombs with the slide, is it a sorry? No, it's fine. To get the bombs with the slide, is it that you slide off a ledge and jump for midair? Is that how yeah. you do it? Yeah, yeah, I've never I've never pulled it off, but I, I think I, like, I think I saw it on a speed it, run. Yeah, I I speed ran this game for like a month before nice. the tactics became too difficult for me to do. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like it. I think that was like the hardest trick I had to do. Wow, she's impressed too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I won't even. Oh, God, I will never. Like I could not. I could not imagine trying to speed run. I wa- I've been watching speedruns of this yeah. game all week in prep for the show, yeah. and because I just love speedruns. Oh, yeah. But like fucking a, what people, what you have to do for this game is fucking like. Whew, no uh, thank you. Chance. The yeah. best, yeah, I, it's, the it's best final. Oh. oh, sorry. I was just oh, gonna no, say fine. the best skip is skipping the water boss. I have not fought that water boss since the big, like the first time I played really? it and this playthrough because really? I couldn't get. Yeah, the I, to oh, I knew that was like the one boss you can you can like actually skip like fairly reliably. I, I think there there's a couple others I think, but that's like one I've I've seen in the speedrun. I think yeah, uh, this. Oh, go ahead. I was just trying to remember what is the result of after beating that boss. Don't remember. You just get access to an elevator. Yeah. Ah. But it lets like, you go to the part of the game. Yeah. yeah. If you do like a pseudo wave beam, I think it's called. You can like slide on the ground, specifically aim up at the explosion, and you can like shoot through the wall, and it ah. will just explode. And then you just skip the boss, and you can move on. That's I cool. like that boss. That's cool. I, I want to try that. That was another boss where I had to look up what to do because I kept hitting them and hitting them. I'm like, and then I would break the one. It took a little bit to realize you have to break the generator, then jump up, go to the other side, break the other generator. This game had oh, a lot of puzzle yeah, bosses. That was really cool. My, my I, first, I really dug that one, actually. I, yeah, liked it I liked it a lot. When I played the game a year ago, or when I played the game, uh, when it came out, um, that was the boss that I had. It took me forever. I almost broke down and looked at a guide because I was like, I cannot figure out what I'm supposed to do. And then I think I like accidentally charge beam shot the generator and it like started to change color. I was like, Oh, <laughs> oh, shoot, the, I, shoot the big light right behind me. <laughs> I did have to look up a guy cause I was trying to use grapple beam on it. And I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> like I was like, yeah, cause it's not grapple. Beam. You would think you're using grapple cause you just got grapple beam right before yes. it. So you're like, yeah. And, and you do use the grapple beam to get up to the thing to cross yeah. across the room. But but yeah, I definitely was like trying to grapple beam the tentacles uh, again a year. This time I remembered the fight immediately and it was like one and done. But last year, <laughs> I, I don't know why it just I, maybe because I spent like an hour or something on it last last year. But that was the boss where I'm like, man, am I going to have to use a guide on this game? And then I thankfully accidentally figured it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it took me a little while, too, but I feel like that was such a nice it, to me, at least, it, it revealed itself in such like a nice, natural way of like, okay, yeah. there's something I'm missing. Okay, it's with these, and then I, oh, I have to do the do the grappling over to the other side, and oh, okay, I got to do both cool. and kind of like juggle. It's, it's innovative. Yeah. 
It's innovative. Yeah. It's not jumping around just shooting missiles at the face until it's not until it dies. It's right, which it's was an my innovative, problem with the interesting return. Yeah, yeah return, that was their whole thing. Each time you well, got to fi- figure out how to how to target the vulnerabilities, find the vulnerabilities. So my <laughs> issue with Samus Returns, I I love Samus Returns. I mean, I hundred percented it. Mm-hmm. You know, I love it. I love but Samus Returns. The problem with Samus Returns is it's too slavish to the original. It's a remake of Metroid Two. And it really yeah. only adds counters and the Ridley fight. And otherwise, yeah. it's basically the same game, um, only, you know, in color and <laughs> yeah. that's about, I mean, that's basically I, it. Yeah. And, and I, I think Samus like, is my favorite Metroid game. Which one? Samus Returns. The oh, it is. Oh, that's great. Okay. Yeah, I and, and, I, and I love it. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's, it's probably my, like, fourth favorite after Super and this and Super and Prime. But I feel like it would have benefited from maybe going a little off script a little bit more and changing up those repetitive Metroid fights a little bit. That's very fair. Yeah, well, that, put, that's really... Least, yeah, go ahead. With, with, with Samus Returns, they did keep the original way of when you encounter the Metroids. They changed how the battles can work because they had a little bit more room to work with. Yeah, that's true. I yeah, mean, and, and to be fair, I've only I've never beaten the original Metroid 2. I've played maybe like an hour of it, and then I've played um, AM2R. So, I have beaten Metroid 2 multiple times. I've actually gotten the best, awesome. the best wow. ending of for Metroid 2, which basically has her jump up and jump back down in, you know, her in not in her suit. Right. I need to try. I really want to play AM2R. I have it on my computer. It's been on there for years. One day I'm going to play it. What would you, yeah. Rich, Richard, would you recommend playing the Metroid 2 or AM2R if you're going to play through the whole game? Okay, of the three, of Metroid 2, Return of Samus, AM2R, and Metroid Samus Returns. I mean, Metroid 2, Return of Samus, that was my first Metroid game. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, very neat. While you you will argue that Metroid Fusion is too linear, Metroid 2 was basically the same thing. You didn't have something where to go. You had the environment shifting for you. That's true. That's true. So that's more linear. Also the time. Yeah, also the time and the the technology. However, of those three, I'd probably rate the Return of Samus in the middle of the three as my favorite. I absolutely love AM2R. Okay. That was very well done. They, as well, kept to how you encounter the Metroids. They added capabilities that were not in the original. I mean, I I think they had grapple points. Just trying to remember. It's been a while since I played it last. <laughs> no, I get that. We'll change that. Yeah. And Samus Return, while it's beautiful and it added something to it that even AM2R did with having to destroy the Queen Metroid with a power bomb because you didn't have them in the original. <laughs> Fuck that <laughs> fight. Yeah. It ranks lower because they because they because of the one thing you said that they did add the the Ridley fight. The oh, Ridley you don't like the Ridley was, fight? No, it was uh, it was shoehorned in. I don't in. either. I, 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 it I think it's yeah. I thought it was fun. It was just fun. It was fan service, and I liked the cutscene around it with the baby Metroid. Yeah, like, yeah. I, was, I will say that that's a more... good thing with it, but it still was literally shoehorned in, and to make it four phases. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but you know, a lot of people feel that way about the zero, the the zero suit section of Zero Mission, and I love the Zero oh, Suit. I love section it too. Oh, I love mission. that section too. Yeah, so I, I, I do feel like adding a little something was good at the end. 
So I yeah, say, I feel like and it ties since it better we mentioned into... that, I'm so glad that when they brought a boss back for Metroid Dread, it wasn't Ridley; it was Kraid. Yes, yeah. yes. Kraid was great. And in the 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 art you get when you beat the game, they've got that art of the of the of the Malwin like transporting Kraid and like and like they they've got him like chained up and they're like hitting him with like shock sticks and it reminds me is like it reminds me of like the Jurassic Park if the raptors and you know they're trying to get them in the boxes that's what it makes me think oh. of. <laughs> I gotta look at that I've got I've got I found a page that shows all the ending rewards and how to get oh, yeah. them oh yeah I need to check that out because yeah for I think you get the each of the the eight pictures in the Chozo gallery for hundred yeah, percenting each of the different areas yeah and then you get the 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 picture with all the bosses on it for beating the game at all. And then for hundred percenting it on normal, you get the zero mission. Um, Actually, uh, or uh, fusion. Is it zero mission or fusion? The Z- Metroid Zero Mission photo. It comes from being the game on normal mode. Oh, that's just the, oh. So is it hundred percenting it that got me the picture of the bosses, or is it uh, the Samus Returns picture comes from beating the game in under eight hours on normal mode. Oh, wow, eight hours. The Super Mario Super Metroid picture comes from beating the game in under four hours on normal mode. Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I beat it in like picture. 11 hours this time. I, so. I don't want to brag, but I have that one. <laughs> wow, picture? that's awesome. Uh, beat the game the, on hard mode. Yeah, I have that one. I, yeah, I guess I, I, I should try I, beating I it on hard mode. Yeah. Metroid Fusion <laughs> I will beat never. the game in under eight hours on hard mode. I don't, uh, I don't the Metroid I have that Dread picture. Beat the game in under four hours on hard mode. I definitely don't have that one. And there oh. is a picture with all the pre with with Samus in her zero suit with all the monsters that you probably encounter creatures you've encountered throughout the series. Unlock all other endings. Oh, I wow, never care wow. for stuff like that. That's just beyond I, I, what I'm I do like the idea of that, but I just can't see myself do- like I the first time I beat it, I beat it in just under fifteen hours. This time I beat it in just under twelve. I'd have to like look up speedrunning strats to be able to beat it in less than eight. Oh and yeah, less yeah. than four. Less than four is just. I I think like what, using a guide and like a speedrunning strat and not trying to hundred percent it. Eight seems very doable. But, well, uh, crazy. That's four, what they four, actually, four that's the, crazy. That's the thing I've seen there. None of them mention a compl- a, per, a percentage. Yeah, interesting. You, you don't get huh. anything for hundred percenting it. Yeah, because you would think it's not you that would, type but, of game. I guess, I mean, I guess sort of you do. The Chozo Gallery stuff is for 100%ing each area. Yes, so yeah. the, I guess 100%ing it, you get all eight of the Chozo Galleries. Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the ones you mentioned about them capturing Kraid. Yeah, he's for the, the area that you fight Kraid in, I guess. I forget which section I, I, I defeated, uh, I got 100% on, but I know the picture I got for it. <laughs> so yeah. I don't have to even look, pull out the unit to turn it back on and put Metroid Dread in. I've been trying to keep Samus Return, uh, not the uh, Breath of the Wild, in as I've been trying to beat that one. Well, yeah, that, that makes that's sense. good. Yeah, I, I have, um, one where have y'all done the? Oh, go ahead. I have the one where it looks like Raven Beak is facing someone in Chozo armor. Yeah. I can't tell. It. I think it's another Chozo because it doesn't necessarily look like Samus. I thought it was supposed to be Quiet Robe that he's, like, facing down. I think it was, like, I figured it could was be, Wii. It could be. could yeah. be. That's cool. Because um, they talk about, you know, Quiet Robe talks about that basically Raven B kidnapped him and took him here to use his, because he's a scientist. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, have y'all done the boss rush at all? <laughs> no. Oh, I God, tried no. it. <laughs> I, I, I tried I, it. I started it, 
It's, you know, it's good, but it's, it's basically, it, it isn't like a fail. It isn't like boss rushes and other games I've played where as soon as you die, that's the end of your rush. If you die, then it, it's, it gives you like a penalty because it's like a time trial thing. Oh. And so it gives you like, uh, I died on the second boss and it gave me a, um, minute, a minute and a half penalty and then let me start again. So yeah, no, thank you. But it doesn't like restart the rush. It's, it, it saved that I beat the first boss and it just started me on the second boss again, but with a, a minute and a half penalty. So I, I think the, I, but there's no rewards around the boss rushing. I take it. No, it doesn't look so it's like just, it. just for bragging rights. Yeah. Which, I mean, just something extra, which is fine. I mean, Nintendo. Yeah, totally. Nintendo likes to do that too. I'm okay. I mean, I will never touch it because I have no interest in it whatsoever to fuck with it. Cause it's not well, it'd be, my it'd be thing. Good, you know, it'd be good practice. You know, it's like just to play. The, if you're going to play the game again, go back and you know do the boss rush real fast just to familiar yourself of your familiar or ahead of a speed run, especially familiarize yourself with the bosses ahead of time, so you don't have to remember how to fight them in the middle of the fight. I don't know, but I thought it was neat that they added that for free after, like after the game <laughs> yeah. came out. They're like, here's an easy mode. Here's a incredibly hard like what dread mode is it that you have one health, so you die yeah. in one hit. Is that right? Like, Christ. like a crazy, a crazy person, <laughs> crazy person, masochist mode, and yeah. also a boss rush mode. And they added all that stuff for free. It and, and that's like that's like something like you get with like a Kickstarter game, right? Like that's like what Bloodstained Ritual of the Night did was just keep yeah. adding free DLC for like two years after it came out. And we're noting now that this is the it's most nice successful when they, Metroid when they game, game. When they do something the like that, yeah, it, it shows saying, so much Dominic? goodwill. This is the Metro game that is sold the most. And so in that sense, I guess it makes the most sense to do it because it's sold over 3 million copies. But it's like they could could 100% have done it as paid DLC and so many marks would have bought it. You know, and and instead, you know, they're like, no, here you go. Or you'd think that uh, they would have. But they're Nintendo, not EA games. (laughs) Breath of the Wild, you know, if you get the expansion pass, you get a lot of good stuff, but some of the individual DLC in Breath of the Wild is, like, not that significant, you know? Well, you, so you, I, you think that they might, you know, put it with the expansion pass or something like that. Yo, yeah, exactly. They love doing Yeah. Yes. But I didn't add enough. I mean, adding rookie... I mean, I'm, like, rookie mode... I don't know how much difference rookie mode really makes, though, from the sound of it. I from, mean... From what I think I've it read... Takes less damage. Yeah. Take less damage and you do more damage. Yeah. Or enemies... Um, there's more power-ups drop. I did okay. read that. Like when you kill an enemy, it gives you yep. more health back and more ammo. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay. I mean, I I like I was very happy that it was there because fuck was this game hard. Like I there were multiple times where I'm like, I might not beat this game for the show. And it's been a while since I've been since I had to say that. It's been a wow. long time. Yeah, I, I mean you, you have to play so many games for the show. I think it's I think it's <laughs> understandable to play mode, sure. I don't do know. I, do it. That's why I tell him to try and start some of them early. <laughs> I do. I usually do. I was actually I was ahead. I'm ahead at the moment, but Wise Two might change that. So East Two, honestly, it's it's longer than the first one, but it's not. I don't think it's that hard. We can talk with a yeah, guy. We'll, you'll be fine. Okay, I'm already a little yeah, bit into it, but I was I was gonna say I feel like this game is not. I don't know. I I don't know. I I'm not sure where I would rank it in terms of difficulty. I think Fusion has a couple of bosses that are a lot harder than Nightmare. this. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Fusion, I cheated. Uh, boss. And Nightmare was, I mean, Nightmare was fucking ridiculous. Even while I was cheating, it was ridiculous. And the original well, Metroid, also one of course, that's just, yeah. a, that's just a grind. That's just a get it done kind of situation. Yeah. The original Metroid is difficult because of the 
you know, not having a map and stuff like that. But zero mission yeah. version is pretty easy, yeah. I think. Fusion uh, Prime is, I think, mostly very easy, and it has a mm. couple of, but it has a couple of like rough, like difficult bosses for sure. Yeah, Prime was hard like, near the end for me when I played it. Yeah, Prime so Two is the hardest, and I've not. Yeah, I Prime Two is hard too. Yeah, I like think, Prime Two is like, the one that took me the longest beat. I think this game is harder than Super, probably. A lot of tries yeah, on the final block sure. of Metroid Prime. Like, if you and I want to kill ourselves, I think we should play the original Metroid. I mean, I'll cheat, but yes, it's going to happen. <laughs> but so anyway, I think that I, I think this is probably kind of in the middle of the series in terms of difficulty, probably. Would yeah, you say? I could, I, I could, yeah, I could yeah, I agree with that. I think I it's maybe a little on the harder side, but definitely yeah, maybe you know, a little I, on the harder side. Yeah. I think the thing yes. about it though is is how fair it is, where it's exactly. not like previous Metroids, where like you know you're fighting the ZX monster and you die, and it doesn't kick you all the way back to your last save. It's just like, oh, here you are, basically right yes. outside the room. Unless you, know? you yeah. ev- every boss, you if you die, you start right outside the boss fight, so you can go right back to it. Yeah, and this is, is like. When I, when I first played Super Metroid in, like, 27... Whenever the SNES Classic came out, like, yeah. the the water boss... Uh-huh. Not, uh, not, not a Fantoon, the other one where you... Dragoiga? Uh, yes, fuck that guy. I died to that yeah. guy so many times, and then I would have to run back from, like, this a save point. I was like, this is just... Like, and, and I know that's how Super games Metroid, were played back then, but, like, but man. It makes it harder. It, it's that <laughs> yeah. speed, because there's nothing, like... Oh god! Well, several of the save points in Super Metroid are hidden. Also, they're like secret save points, and so there's a couple of boss fights where if you miss the secret save point, you're gonna have such a long boss run back. It's it's actually very Dark <laughs> that Souls. Must have been me. I think about like <laughs> Sin, you know, you think like uh, Sin's Fortress and Dark Souls Two. There's a Fuck. bonfire outside the freaking or Dark Souls One, right? There's a bonfire outside the freaking level by the blacksmith. And then there's yeah. a secret bonfire right next to the boss. At the very and if top, you didn't find yeah. that secret bonfire, you have to run through that entire freaking like death house. That's the whole that. reason that one place. The reason why that game has not been on the show until I get emulated because fuck sends fortress. Fuck and, that. and similarly, like uh, Sith, there is a bonfire like pretty close to Sith, but it's behind a hidden wall. And it's like a real, you know, if, if you're playing online, the messages are there telling you, hey, hit this wall. But otherwise... You know, so that's like very dark, you know, dark. Uh, I think Super Metroid is very Dark Souls like in that sense. And this one is much more Elden Ring, where basically you can restart outside every boss fight in the game. Almost there's like one or two boss fights in the whole game that you don't just like restart right outside the door. And it's a it's an ease of use thing that I think doesn't cheapen the difficulty. It just makes it more fun. Yeah. Less frustrating, mm-hmm. less frustrating. So I like I like it. Ring. Having that, having that just difficulty and like fusion, even still, like you gotta start over at the save point. But yeah. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is twenty yeah. years later, right? This is what this is like, just quality of life stuff. Like it's it not, is. it's quality of life anything. stuff. Exactly, it's not cheapening it, and, and it's one of those things of like, of like, gr- you know, growing up in the, you know, in the eighties and the early nineties. You know, you just have so few video games to play, and so little time, and so much time to play them. <laughs> it's not that big a deal that you know you die in Final Fantasy and you've got to go, you've got to travel like halfway across the freaking world because there wasn't a, you know, you couldn't save forever. There wasn't a time right. to save at the ends. But in you know nowadays, it's like no, no. Let me start out outside the boss fight. This is I, I'm 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 40 years old. I got I got a job. I got time for this shit. I got a kid. I don't have time for this shit. 
know, I'm too old for this shit. I think yeah, that's the too, too old for this. Too old for this art. It's, it's actually a thing that they said on Penny Arcade like 15 years ago that stuck with me, where they talked about that that kind of difficulty of like spreading out the save points. That's not difficulty. That's just time suck. Uh, it's just it's it's just like inconvenience. And it's like it's not a real like real difficulty is you know having to learn game mechanics, having to get your reflexes down, having to figure out puzzles, not having to redo things because <laughs> of the same. And this game is so good about that. And so well, there's an know, ab- so many ability too. I want to mention that's new in this game that we didn't the flash thing, the flash dash. Oh, I oh, love yeah. that. Oh, the flash. What do you mean? Wait, wait, wait. What you can like about? The flash uh, where you dash. Press the A button. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used it so much. Oh, it's so useful in the Chozo soldier fights. It makes it makes it so easy to beat them because you can lock on the storm missile while they've got their shield up, and then you just jump, dash, let it go in midair, and it's so easy to hit them, like to melt those Chozo soldiers down. The final boss, same thing, whenever he's not in his gold, little invincible phase. Yeah, I wow. love the dashing. I used it so much in this game. Like that was my go-to move. Like once I once I understood for the Chozo soldiers how I could dash around them, I was like, okay, I can beat them. It's it's I love it so much. It it makes me think of Hollow Knight. Yeah, you know because you get that dash ability in Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight so central to that game. Oh, that game. That's a that's a. mm. (laughs) Oh, that's like my third favorite video game. So. I wasn't overly yeah. using that dash attack or that dash, that flash move in the fights. I wasn't oh, either. It's I, it's super useful. It's super useful for I just like time. someone runs at you, you just jump, dash, land, attack yeah. while they're still moving. It, it's it's super. It's useful. like one of those things like where I, I was having trouble with a boss. I'd figure it out. Oh yeah, I can do that. I really I really loved it. I would just use it while I'm like running around the world too, just as like until I got the speed boost plus the screw attack. So you could just like, like fly through the levels, you know, but until that, I would just like, I'd run, dash, run, dash, run, dash as I go. Cause you got like two or three of them. If you timed them right, you could do it. You could just chain it and do it every, like you do like one dash, 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 like in a kind of a good rhythm is, it's fun. I needed it. Cause I mean, that dash is what helped me like same as hollow Knight, for example, I needed the dash is why I was able to beat hollow Knight because I needed to be able to move fast enough in order to get by the enemies. And it, and with this, once I got the hang of like the oh, total yeah. soldiers really tested me, like <laughs> the robotic ones when you fight them together, the guys with the shields, like all that did a very good job of testing me and teaching me how to play better. I became a much better gamer throughout this game because of that dash. And I really got, I fell in love with it, to be honest. Yes. Like it became yeah, my, it's, it's my favorite I, I can appreciate that. ability, I think. I think that I really like the, the cross bomb. That is such a cool idea. I, yeah, you know, the cross bombs are there. Yeah. The cross bombs are neat. They're useful. I, I was kind of like, uh, just another kind of bomb at first. And then I found them. Uh, I was like, Oh, this makes a lot of the puzzles like more. Com- yeah. This is like a cool yeah. way to, to, to be able to cross over, um, pitfall blocks. You yes. know, it, it, it has this play. I, it's, it's neat, but it, it's not that I, I don't know that the, the uh, storm missiles I thought was like a really, like it was fun to like lock onto someone jump over them, release the missiles in midair, land, lock on. Like, it it added, like, a fun little bit. I like that. And but then, yeah, the dash... I felt like those so were maybe a bit... Fun. That was a bit more specific and niche versus what crossbombs oh, right. can do. Yeah, well, crossbombs have a lot of... They're also really powerful. They're used in the speedruns a lot to add on damage quickly on bosses, because mm-hmm. they're very powerful. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. didn't like... I didn't use crossbombs, and I don't like the storm missile because it goes against 
the way I play. I'm very much about run for my life as fast as I can and get damage <laughs> off while, while I'm running from you. And cross bombs and the storm missiles didn't work in that rhythm for me. So well, I, I, I have a question. Did y'all figure out that in the Ravenbeak fight, when he shoots the black holes, that you can you can blow up those black holes and it refills your health and, and yes. ammunition? Yes. yes. Thanks yeah, to the internet, yeah. And you can use, yeah, so you can use uh, super bombs or power bombs. Or you can just break them with, you can break the regular ones with missiles and the molten you lava can, and use power bombs. But you can yeah. drop the power bomb, like just drop it and then go about your, oh. your business. You know what I mean? You drop oh, the power bomb, you go about that. your business. And especially yeah. the, the gold one that he'll fire in the third the phase. End, yeah, in the third phase when he's got that one, it ta- it it's way, it, it dies in one power bomb and it takes like a lot of missiles to destroy that one, I feel like. The, the regular awesome. black and purple one is not, but. Oh, and another ability we haven't mentioned yet that we should is you have, you get to go invisible in this game that you get from the first boss, which is a cool first boss, I think. Yeah. Yes. And it's a yeah. good ability. It works good for the Emmy stuff because there were many times where I would hide in a corner, go invisible in a ball or something, or hide somewhere and then be able to avoid the Emmy that way. Like, that was useful. For hang, hang from the ceiling with it. Yeah. 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 That stuff was really well developed, I feel like, versus something like Fusion, where it's just like, okay, you got to just stand there while the SAX goes to the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was better. Yeah, I, but I agree. It won't work, though, if it's already detected you. Right, sure. right. If he's if he's actually seen you. Yeah, if he's, yeah if I mean, it makes double, sense. He's like, oh, you went invisible. You didn't. I know you're still there, buddy. There's something special about just having, having to be able to, to do nothing and just, and just stand there. There is yeah. something that's unique and like you can't do anything about that but but it also eats up energy yes it, 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 yeah if it if it uses your whole if you, use it, if you wait too long yeah your, then it will use your health also yeah yeah but nate do you have any comments about the stealth thing or just too good for it no <laughs> use it a little bit <laughs> like i prefer uh, my games hard <laughs> like the ice emmy i used it or maybe it was the wave one of the, the later Emmys I used it on, and then it started eating into my health, and I was panicking as I was like making my way to the door, and I was like, "Who's gonna get there first? <laughs> <laughs> the ice Emmy was oh god, that was an ass where he could freeze you. I didn't like when the enemy yeah. could shoot me. I was like, "This is not cool." Yeah, the ice and the electric one both were. That was like frustrating. The electric one would get you from like across the room too. Yeah, I yeah, could usually yeah. even when he got me, I usually get out of it. I also want to say this game had a decent amount of boss fights, even though you have to refight the Chozo soldiers and the armored Chozo soldiers. I, I didn't really hate it. Like I, it was a yeah. nice challenge. I mean, there were yeah, the, the last one is an asshole. But other than that, they were fine. <laughs> the, you mean the, uh, the, yeah. like the gold one you fight before Ravenbeak? Oh God, that one was, a, I think I was texting the group where I'm like, I, I, there was a point where I'm like, I might not finish this game. Cause I just cannot do this fight. And then over time, it just clicks. I want to say storm missiles. Yeah. He's he's easy if you use storm missiles. Like that's what I was saying. Like the storm missiles, you melt him. You can melt him into his second phase in like I, mean, I think three three shots of the storm missiles, wow. yeah. and then you can get him to his third phase, and then it's just counter. You just have to nail the counter, and he's dead. So I I don't know. It's it's one of the things without storm missiles. Yeah, that that fight would probably be very hard. Did you guys know that you can rip their shields away if you stand close yes. enough to them? I did every time. Yeah. Okay. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. If you get up in their face, they'll put their shield down to charge at you. Is that what you mean? Or Yeah, and then you yeah. grapple it yeah. and rip it off from him. Yeah. And then wait, wait, you can grapple it away. Like you can grapple the shield away. Yeah. With the grapple the thing that, that peers in the shield for a second, and if you grapple right after you parry, you can pull the shield away. What? Yeah. Yeah. But if you're playing on a, on a switch light and you're not used to it, there's a good chance you might missile it instead. And then be like, ah, oh, fuck, <laughs> if you smack you in the face, and you're like, well, fuck this fight. 
That what? can happen too, by the way. That is so neat. I had no idea you <laughs> could do not. that. I had no <laughs> idea you could grapple away their shields. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, it yeah, saves, saves a lot of time. Think you have to. Yeah. Yeah. No, now you definitely you don't. Replay the no, game. you definitely don't have to. All you have to do, <laughs> I'll say, like, all you do is you get him to charge at you. You storm missile him in midair, land, storm missile him before he can turn or shoot him a couple of times in missiles before he can turn around. Get him to de- run up in his face so he dashes at you again. Storm missile him again, shoot him in the back, and he face twos. So it's like it, I didn't. It, it, I never had an opportunity. I mean, he barely had his shield because I would. If you get up in their face, they put the shield away to attack you. So you just have, you know, be aggressive, yeah. and then you just jump, air dash, storm missile. I mean, I will say this: yeah. this game really taught me boss fights and how to play better. Like I. I got good at the end of this game. By the time like I got to Raven Beat and the time I when I finally beat Raven Beat, which I want to talk about next, like I really was learning as a gamer to get way, way better than I expected. Like I, I agree. I think the, awesome. the game teaches you how like the game teaches you as you I, go. Like, I wanted to throw it against the better wall. Better than <laughs> so so many I, I don't know if I've ever played a game that does such a good job of teaching you mechanics as you play. Like I don't know. It was just really, really good. Yeah. At doing that at like every mm-hmm. fight, every fight felt like you were learning and getting that's what I, I love about the Souls series. You know, I was talking about Souls is, you know, every death and Souls, you know, Souls veterans, what we say is like in, in every death is a learning experience. It's a chance for you to get better at the game rather than looking at it as a frustration. Look at it as and in this game. It's like every boss fight is like making you better at the game mechanics. And, and mm-hmm. my son, it was I was cool watching my son play and beat the first boss because I'm like, all right, watch what he does. Watch it. And, and by the end of it, he like he went in and just when he beat it, the time he you know it took him like 10 tries. But on the 10th try, he beat it without getting hit. Nice. You know, he just like no hitted it. And it was like it was cool seeing him like you know, he was so proud of himself. It's like seeing him. <laughs> should be. But it was like it wasn't like the fight got easier. It was that he learned it was mm-hmm. teaching him how to play the game. And I told him I was like that right there. Everything you did in that fight, that's basically almost, you know, every it's basically the final boss in a lot of ways. You you essentially you're you're learning how to be, beat the game. And yeah, you're this, learning their yeah, you just learn their patterns and you learning, get, yeah of learning patterns of learning weak spots, learning what can be hit with a regular shot, what needs missiles, what needs something else, how to jump and dodge, how to use the environment to your advantage, like so many things. Yeah, I loved it. And, well, I wanna, and you wanna, ha- yeah, go for it. I want to talk about Raven Beak. Like when I when I I want to tell my experience when I first fought him, I fought the first phase. 10, 15, 20 times, could not beat him. He would go gold, and I didn't realize he was invincible when he's gold, and I just kept hitting him, hitting him because it didn't really notice to me. And then finally I watched a speedrun, and they're like, and I watched what the speedrunner did, and he's like, okay, this is how I hit him. This is, or I, I looked up, no, I didn't speedrun. I, I listened to strategy. I watched some videos about what, how to explain this. When he goes gold, I'll leave him alone and just dodge him, dodge him, dodge him, yes. and he goes back. And they told me, okay, when he shoots a, a, a purple portal or the big, you know, black ball thing, break it with missiles, you get health and missiles. I'm like, okay. And when I finally got him to phase two, I beat him first try, phase two, phase three. Even though nice. and I was like full health for most of that fight, and it felt so fucking good. Like I mean, I like I said, I died twenty times, and I was still getting so frustrated. I'm like, I I'm gonna be pissed if I don't finish this game. I get this close and I can't do it, and then it just it clicked, and the fucker couldn't touch me. That's like, awesome. Yeah, it that's was. Great. And when I learned all the trick, like one of the trick when he does, like he does this beam attack. If you just duck <laughs> and he misses you, you get an automatic parry. Like you can yeah. just parry him. Like there's so many. He's oh, not really? that bad yeah. of a boss once you understand. Especially if someone tells you what to look for, you'll beat him. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize mm-hmm. that you could parry him after the beam. Mm-hmm. You got to be close though. But yeah, he uh, every time I, I, you dodge I, it. I, I, I like him. when he's in gold mode and he gets tired of like shooting at you and missing. Then he like 
does the like you know Bruce Lee like you know taunt you. Come, come over here taunt and that's when you you run up and parry parry and then I completely yeah. forgot that you know when you parry him it goes into it looks like you're in a cutscene but you can be shooting him during that cutscene you're supposed yes. to so I went yep. through like five parry cycles and I was like I was like oh wait a minute can I shoot him during the cut oh yeah duh and then it was easy at that point but I was like so- I. I went through five cycles of that before I finally realized, like, oh, wait, I'm supposed to be shooting him during the cutscene. Question, though. Are mm-hmm. there sometimes where he, you have to parry him during that cutscene segment? Or at least you have to yeah. parry him a couple yeah. times before it's yeah. activated? Yeah, in the end. I can never figure out the, the Only the way. last one. The last one, after the, he's got his mm, wings. Yeah. Okay, I can never figure out the difference between them all, because it's like sometimes, like, okay, I, I, I can't shoot. I have to parry him. Damn it, I, I fucked up. I'm pretty sure it always will flash the gold flash when you can it does compare yeah. yeah but like if you're already shooting him because you're expecting the cutscene to go then you're fucked i no i don't well i just wait I till the cutscene does any parries like when you're shooting him yeah like you you counter him and then you can just shoot him it's it's when he and then you do you, a flip you over and i think yeah. like if i think mm-hmm. after the flip over the game kind of restricts you from using the shoot button if i'm remembering oh, no it still lets you shoot yeah. Oh, does it? I just yeah. remember there was a point where it's like I did the I did the counter, and then it's like okay, it's time to start shooting him. Oh wait, no, now I'm too locked into that. It's a two counter, so you mm-hmm. you counter and then you counter again, and then it goes into the shooting cutscene part. Okay, yeah. maybe that's where I screwed up sometime because yeah. I could have sworn it was like a there's yeah. like a third counter, but maybe not. And I was gonna say I also like the story reveal um, whenever at the whenever you beat him. But you, it doesn't. It you haven't like cutscene beat him yet. You so you beat him, but he's like sitting there choking Samus to death, and he reveals that Samus is actually well that Samus has got DNA from both the Mokin and the Thoha, and mm-hmm. that when she was a child. And I'm I, I'm so I know that from I know a little bit of the story. So Samus was was she a human child that was raised by the Chozo? Yeah, she was. The full story with Samus was basically. Her parents were on Zebes when the pirates came. Right. And that's also when they developed a, you know, they came and attacked. They basically killed all all the humans there except for Samus. And it was actually right. Ridley who killed her parents. Okay. The Chosen so then- took her in. They saw greatness in her, which goes throughout the lore and the whole games that she is this important one. And she's raised by the Thoha tribe, I assume. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. And when they gave her the power suit to make it work, they had to also give her Malkin DNA. And that's what's revealed in this game. Yeah, and Raven so B that was one of the ones there. Right, and so he calls her daughter because they have the same, because they both have Malkin DNA. It's not literally his DNA? No. I think it, I, I think it's I his think DNA. it is his, his yeah, DNA. Yeah, it's his DNA. Okay, so it is his DNA. That's what I thought it was yeah. saying. Yeah, she so doesn't. I, she doesn't remember being experimented on as a child, or does she? I wonder. I think I she is aware that happened. Okay, I wasn't. That wasn't what I wasn't sure about. But I'll say one of my very favorite things in this game, um, story wise, was mm-hmm. when she speaks Chozo yeah. to Quiet yeah. Robe. So she only has that one line, but her voice. I liked her voice acting there. I like that she <laughs> speaks Chozo instead of that English. Cool. I thought yeah. that was a really neat little touch of world. I was like, oh, neat, because you yeah, know it makes. We never heard that before. Yeah, you would have if you played through Metroid Other M. Okay. <laughs> well, well, okay, yeah, but you have to go through all of the I stick my thumb down because I'm rebellious anime girl stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. And you got to play Metroid Other M. 
I don't know if it's worth the price. The gameplay oh, of Metroid FRM was fine. I didn't mind the gameplay. It was the story that threw me off so bad. Or the story the had its struggle points in, in other M. It yeah. did have its struggle points. But anyway, I thought that was a neat thing in here that it turns out that she's got the Mokin DNA and the Thoha DNA. And then he's like, basically, I've got your DNA now, so it doesn't matter that you're dead. I'm going to make an army of the most dangerous Metroid in the universe, Samus Aran. And we're going to take over the universe. And that that idea that she's her DNA is going to be used to destroy or subjugate the universe or the galaxy, that's what makes her finally snap and go Super Saiyan. And yep. I love it. It's such a cool sequence. Such a, Yeah. And it's it's... I mean, he was going to do that with the original Metroids, and then she eliminated them all. <laughs> right. Which means that he went to SR388 only to find a bunch of X there. Yeah. <laughs> which I and, like it that the X, you know, took one of his soldiers, and that's why the X are on this planet, but then they sealed it away, but then you open up the seal. Right. right. And he's yeah, basically, he's figured out that, oh, that you know, if I, if I push her to the brink, then her Metroid DNA will like evolve, and the Metroid DNA plus the X virus plus the Ch- the Machin and the Thoha DNA all together will combine and the human into DNA. making and the human DNA will all combine to make the most ma- you know incredibly powerful thing ever, and I can harness this as a weapon. And then instead, it's you know she, I love when she kills him. She like grabs him by the face and just like <laughs> assimilates him. And then he yeah. turns into that big monster at the end, and you think, oh, we're going to have another boss fight. And it's like, no, just badass uh, moment. Samus is going to blow him up. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, it I love nice. it. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> After that whole fight, it's like, you honestly think that? Boom! That's great. Yeah, I love it. And then, and then and just how, how, how complicated her whole DNA gets and how, like, just... She is. She's lived a life, you know. It, it is. She, it is she very, has so much yeah, happening sure. in her body. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it's just beautiful because he he lured her there. He was the yeah. reason for her amnesia because she first meets him and he sees this potential in her in that encounter. So he doesn't just out and kill her. No, he knocks her out in that fight. Literally strips mm-hmm. her of her of a majority of her abilities. So you have to earn them all. He puts them in the Emmys. <laughs> some of them in the enemies. Some of them are in the bosses. He's an asshole. Yeah. It is a it is a fairly good story explanation for video game mechanics. I yes. think yeah, I like better, better better than in the previous games. I think I would agree. It's 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 it, in the other games. It's like suits damaged. Gonna go and pick up some more pick up the same suit powers, plus maybe some extra ones from some Chozo ruins that are here for reasons. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in with Fusion, it was because they had yeah. to, you know, get the suit off her. Fusion right. makes sense. And Fusion, it does make sense. I was thinking it more like sense. Super and Prime. It, uh, Prime is Metroid really good. Prime Fusion's 2, so cool her, about first it. Tri- uh, her, her first trip into Dark Aether was right. damaging to her. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. The events in Metroid Prime, Electrical where the explosion thing. basically yeah. dis- a- deactivates a good portion of her abilities, yeah, maybe so. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. That one and Super Prime and Super both, I feel it feels contrived a little bit. Um, I mean, it doesn't yeah. even say in Super how she lo- loses all those abilities. You would right. start without them. Right. That's true. That's true. But it's, and even in Metroid, but the abilities that you had in the in previous some of them at least are abilities you had in previous games though. yeah and so the idea of like i'm on a different planet and i'm gonna go through here and re-get these from some balls that are laying around 
is a I little. I mean, even it's yeah. it's also the same thing with the original with the original mm-hmm. Metroid Two Return of Samus. Right. You don't have the abilities to start. Although what we do have to say is we were we can be very thankful for is that Metroid Two Return of Samus gave us the iconic Varia suit look. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah. Uh, I was gonna say the um, so normally my favorite suit in the series is the the gravity suit from prime is my favorite but i really like the various suit in this game that white and orange combination is a really cool look yeah it does yeah oh and uh dominic or nate do you have anything you want to say about the raven beak great boss fight great wonderful ending of just you're kind of taught how to do those fights and you do it and then you have that really awesome moment where samus is just gone full metroid basically and you yeah just do that gigantic power shot and just take <laughs> him out so it's really cool and, and at the end, that's like my ideal boss fight is because it doesn't introduce mechanics that you haven't really encountered before yeah but it, also uh, is like, it doesn't yeah. take away from your big victory either it's like there's more yeah. but you know you can just enjoy it now yeah yeah really the only new thing in that fight is the the little black hole things yeah but yeah. they're similar to other some other things. So, but like even even they color code at least the big like uh, not the three smaller ones he sends out, but that big one that used the power bomb. They color code that to the power bomb's colors, so they kind of give oh, you like a visual hint. I didn't, I didn't of just yeah. like, I didn't hey, you that. have this thing. You should. You're yeah. totally I didn't right. realize that either. That didn't even make. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, yeah. So and then yeah. at, at the very end, at the very end, when Samus is back in the ship. And she, so does she, she takes off the, she de-Metroids to be, she destroys the last of the X-Parasite, right? Yes. As far as we know. Well, I thought, inside if her that's body. what you think Ravenbeak was, but that doesn't make sense because Quiet Robe was then possessed by an X-Parasite. Oh, yeah, but then she yeah. Was, I didn't think that was actually quite, I thought the X-Parasite was like impersonating him. Yeah, it yeah. is. You know what I'm saying? Because you see the X-Parasites fly around and become things. And I think it was impersonating him to trick her. And then it, and then she doesn't fall for it or whatever. And then she destroys it. And then does that make her Metroid suit break off basically? Yeah. It makes her go normal again. Makes her go normal to use the energy to eradicate an X-Parasite. Cause I guess the X is so powerful that it need to be truly eradicated. Has to take all the energy left. That's the thing. Which I, Oh, sorry, she wouldn't Richard. have been able to leave the planet if it hadn't appeared. Right. She yeah. Needed it I was going to say because she hesitates. She hesitates. Yeah, she'll she drain the ship. Well, Adam, Adam, Adam tells her. Yeah. Adam says, oh. "Hey, don't touch the." And it's uh, the actual Adam <laughs> tells her, "Don't touch the ship. You'll fry it." Basically. The yeah, the Adam computer. Yeah, it tells her. Yeah. Which I guess the the deal is is that so the Adam that's on her ship is the right is the Adam from Fusion, but yes, when yes. she's on the planet. She thinks she's uploaded Adam to the computers, but it's that been is, it's, it's been corrupted by Ravenbeak. Which makes me laugh because like yeah, the whole time, every time you talk to Adam, he's just like, You're not strong enough, <laughs> like you're not good enough. <laughs> you know? It's just Ravenbeak, like, nah, this guy's real cool. <laughs> so like yeah, it is, it is. And then when she at the end, she just shoots the the, the oh like, my God. and it just disappears and Raven Beak's behind it. It's like Wizard of Oz. Yeah, it's such a cool moment. Pay no attention to the man behind the <laughs> I love Samus's so, characterization in this game where she's yeah. just like this confident badass, just in like mm-hmm. she doesn't have to like use words to convey that, just like her body exactly. language is just like so confident. 
Like, ah, uh, I love it. Her her only dialogue in the whole game is to speak in Chozo and tell Thoha, "Don't worry, um, um or, or quiet robe, you know, don't worry, I I've got this or whatever." Like to basically yeah. reassure him in his own language. As like, oh, it was so. That's again just. I think that's. I, I just love this game. I mean, I. Oh, and I, for the story, yeah. from what the internet told me, <laughs> is that it's supposed to be that quiet is is the X fires, but I think he still has some of his own mode in him, and that he chose to go up there and try to you know help her is what supposedly what it's supposed. He to was be. trying to get her to turn off the Metroid power. So she yeah, supposedly. Oh, okay. Is I, that, thought, I, mean, I thought just, they it, were trying to trick her into like bringing an ex back to wherever she was going that's what i think that's I how think i take it too but that's, that's what how the I take it. internet told me so i just wanted to well, but i mean that makes more sense that the ex are not that sounds like some fan conjecture though i don't know yes it does i'm actually i was just actually looking at the wiki the metroid wiki and that's that does conjecture because when you think about it at the end of you you know infusion the sax is trying to kill you the whole time until you discover metroids there then of course while it's fighting off the Metroids, one of the SAX is fighting off the Metroids, you can escape. They're not even bothering you because, of course, Metroid DNA. Yeah. But the X is observing you. And then when you have to fight this gigantic Omega Metroid at the end of the game in order to escape, the SAX joins with you after, of course, getting damaged in a <laughs> similar battle. So you can at least use ice missiles to wallop that thing's ass. <laughs> So oh, it sacrificed itself in hopes of you escaping, and maybe that's a future plan or something. We don't know how this mentality of the X works. Could See, I, I thought out. maybe the X was like trying to destroy. It was like it's like primary focus is to destroy the Metroid. Yeah, and if it and you're the has, last Metroid now, so yeah. But if you like, also have enough, <laughs> but it also if it's absorbing the memories, then maybe it's turned good. Yeah, maybe. And it made sacrifice to save her life. Oh, what were you going to say, Dominic? What if there's another sequel where it's more about, less about, kind of, you know, you still have the suits and things like that, but what if there's more of a focus on harnessing both Metroid X DNA powers and all of that together? Well, I'm that sure we can talk be, about that yeah. in 2030. I feel, I feel like if there's a sequel to this, that, that it will be about, because, you know, we can't go back, we can't bring Metroids back, and we can't bring X back, I don't feel like, and it'd be... Right, but she's got both. Right, but she's both, so we can use that instead. That's what I'm saying. And like, right. does the I think federation? Be a brilliant thing. Yeah, like the federation has to know like now that she can turn into that badass Metroid, right? So like, how does that change their plans with, or you know, like whatever they ask her to I, do stuff? I, I want like that. That's, that's right. That's exactly. I want a sequel where she's being hunted by the federation, where they're sending bounty hunters after her, like the the different bounty hunters that are in uh, Prime Three. You know, yeah. and some of that, like sending like some uh, a like a an, uh, a line, just like a, a a bunch of, you know, Darth Vader, you know, no disintegrations kind of situation, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. I want that like a, a so you just a, want a cool scene of somebody in the in the in, in the Federation walking by on, on, on a catwalk and you have a bunch like, of other we don't characters need these standing scum. there. Bounty hunters. We don't need these scum. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> no, um, part of that whole movie. Well, the, the Federation's Black Ops team will probably w- definitely want to get a hold of her. I mean, let's face it. She killed all those entities. They need that DNA that's on her suit. Right. I, <laughs> I feel like it'll be like, a, you know, you think of like aliens and officially their mission, as far as they know, is to go there and kill the, the xenomorphs. But um, Paul Reiser's, you know, secret mission is to <laughs> bring back, bring them back to be developed as weapons. 
And yeah, well, I think similar, you know, we have that there. We have the Federation sends bounty hunters to kill her because she is the most dangerous yes. weapon of mass destruction yeah. in the universe. But then secretly, they're supposed to actually kidnap her and take her back alive. And I don't know. I think that could it's be... Also, that's also well, the plot that, of Metroid 2 and a Super Metroid, though. Actually, no. It's the, that is actually what I said is basically how Other M starts up. When they say they gave her suit a good scrubbing at that at the beginning of Other M, it is basically, yeah, we're going to clean your suit off. We're going to get all this DNA, all this nice, juicy <laughs> DNA, and make our own version in our secret lab on this ship that's called that you'll probably Bottle call ship. Bottle Ship later. Bottle yeah. Something like that. That, that is it is funny Dominic mentioning like two and and super because two ends with you like going to the Federation like here's a Metroid to experiment on you know this could not possibly <laughs> yeah. backfire and then super starts with oh it backfired <laughs> how could well, we have ever seen is, this coming <laughs> is starting off like you said super Metroid starts off that way you've delivered the Metroid to the Federation it's a baby so there and it shows this potentially it shows the the it showed the basic reactions of a baby duck to its mother yeah. it basically fixed on her alien resurrection here we come same same aggression level as ducks too <laughs> oh, wait Mike, did you say like alien resurrection yeah that's the one where she imprints <laughs> yeah, on the aliens for and it imprints on her oh gosh it's exactly I, I liked yeah. that movie when i saw it but it's been a while oh it's bad. So. It is, I don't uh, know what my opinion will be when I rewatch it someday. I, you know what? I was like 16 when that came out, and I enjoyed it as well. But I, it's not. A, <laughs> it uh, can't be worse than three, can it? But Sigourney yeah, Weaver I, did nail three, that. Uh, over three is watchable to me. Like, yeah, three is watchable. Resurrection. Yeah, three I, is like, watchable. I, like, ugh. I anyway. mean, four has probably got one of the best, best, uh, amazing scenes that you would think is uh, completely uh, CG. <laughs> Yeah, you did. Oh, you're talking about where they <laughs> swim? The swim, the swimming scene where they no, like, the almost drown the actors. Scene. Oh, the best oh, one, yeah, scene. where she nails the shot on the first. She nailed the shot like on the first try, I think. Yeah, it took her a few tries in filming, oh, it her but tries. she did. When she did finally nail it, uh, Ron Perlman almost ruined the scene by by cheering. She did it. Yeah, I love in that movie when he's um, pretending to be a monkey, um, going to ooh, 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 and drops the knife onto the paralyzed guy's leg. It's really funny. Okay. okay. Um, anyway, I mean, yeah, Metroid, Metroid is inspired by Alien. So, hey, it can, yes. right? You can tell. I mean, there are a bunch of things that, like, especially Metroid 1, Metroid 2. I mean, those are definitely connections to Alien. Oh, yeah. Aliens. Ridley, Ridley Ripley. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. that's not. Yeah. That's, that's at least believe it or not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, would you believe a dead man came back to life? Would you believe? Oh, God. Yeah. Jonathan Frank's. Well, I can listen to Jonathan Frank just talk. He doesn't have to say anything. Just talk. Guys, fucking okay. charming. He's charming in real life too. I met him once, and he's super friendly and charming. Just like he's he's a Will Riker. I don't think it's that much acting, by the way. I'm pretty sure that he's just Will Riker. Oh, Jonathan uh, Frakes never hosted uh, Ripley's. No, he what did he host? Factor Fiction. Sorry, Factor Fiction. Yeah, yeah, Factor Fiction. So, I, did you think this story actually happened? Turns yes, out, no. that's what I was referencing. It didn't, and for, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and combined words. Yeah, I mean. Uh, <laughs> I, I see I've seen two at least two versions of Ripley's Believe It or Not. I've never saw the Bruce Campbell one. I saw oh. the Dean Kane one. I saw the original Jack Palance yeah, one. I mean I've been to the museum. <laughs> oh any last okay. any last thing you guys want to add about Metro Dread before we go on to question memories or comments? Well like where not my favorite. Oh, sorry. The scene where uh she realizes she can use her Metroid powers to drain Emmys is really <laughs> cool. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And then the, and then yeah. the, uh, and then it's also kind of sad 
because she like it's kind of I don't know she acts like she like that's terrifying to her like after she does it like she kind of just stares at the Emmy for a few minutes for a few seconds it's just like oh it makes <laughs> like, sense though yeah it does yeah it does I mean but, she, if you look in comics you you see stuff like that I mean um, just because this one just pops into my head since you mentioned mm-hmm. that. There's a scene where in the comics where Jubilee let her powers loose and she destroyed a whole house. How about when she destroys a VCR in the X-Men cartoon? That was quite tragic. (laughs) But she's like, holy crap, I can do that. That's the kind of thought like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, Dominic, I wanted to ask you, since you've been with me for a lot of Metro, did you have a favorite like ability? I mean, the new ones, I think are the ones that I focus on more like the cross bomb and just. Not even that it's new, but I just like that you have to hit a button to toggle on the shine spark when you have to use it. Yeah. Like, just hitting the analog stick versus just having it be a thing. I don't know. It, there's something about that, just the, that difference that makes me like it more. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I didn't even think about the fact that I forgot in the old games that just it, you get it, you get it. You don't, you can't. Like, it's different yeah. than that. It's been a while, so. <laughs> yeah, that's I haven't a... played Metroid. And I don't, I don't shine spark usually. I think that's a, the. The one, uh, one negative I have about the Shine Spark in this one. That it makes you use it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was my negative. <laughs> you, you, you have, no, that you can't, it doesn't automatically activate. Eh, I mean, when you're, pl- when the, in all the other games, if you start running and boom, it's active. In most of the other games, you get the more fall away earlier. Yeah, that's this true is too. a very different Metroid game. But I'm- See, I think the thing that, the thing that's fun about playing these multiple ones is really just seeing the order in which you know, Samus gets her stuff, right? It's seeing, like, what do they want to focus on more? What more puzzles did they have? You know, like, like I said, if if they did Morph Ball last, I'd be very interested to see what that game would be like, and yeah. more than just, like, the randomized <laughs> version. I do not want to know what a game looks like without Morph Ball. No, thank you. But I get where you're coming from. Like, it is interesting to see, you know, how they do switch up, and how the world reacts to the switching up of your powers. Yeah. Yes. That, that is very cool. I just would not want to play Super Metroid that way, because that game is not designed for that. <laughs> so... I just imagine, you know, maybe Metroid 6, North Ball is just like the last section of the game, like Zero Mission. Okay. That, that, could, that could work. I mean, it would. I hope we get another Metroid. I mean, I think this game ends with see you next mission again, like normal, but I, I really hope we we don't have to wait. I hope my joke that I made earlier, 2030, is not real. Like, I, I really hope they get around and, and get one in the next couple of years and not make us wait forever. Like, we deserve more Metroid. Yeah. I just want the... I just want the Metroid Prime remakes on Switch with with controllers I can play on and not and no no motion control of any sort and I'm I'm good. I mean otherwise I'm gonna make it my own when I emulate it eventually. So mm. uh, I'll not. say I, I played through like I played the Metroid Prime and two on PC emulated and it feels great with like an Xbox controller or or mouse and keyboard controls even better. Yeah, but three so. is so based on motion control. Well, it's not, you can still, it's not that bad. Like, you can definitely do it with an Xbox 360 controller. It's similar to, like, there's, like, presets for Dolphin, like, similar to, like, uh, Mario Galaxy. You basically just set the Wiimote to the right stick. It's not bad at all. I need to do, Mario Galaxy. Though I haven't played, I haven't haven't played three, so I'm going off of what I've read. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, Mm. But two, one and two, though, yeah, it's completely, and again, mouse and keyboard controls for Metro Prime 1. It feels like the way it was meant to be played. It's great. I almost did that for the for the show, but I didn't. So that would that give me hey, that gives me a good way to re to recover a topic. I have to play it with touch uh, the most controls like that. So yeah, okay, it'll Let's be a completely it. different experience. Metroid Prime Trilogy time. Uh, I'm Eventually, switch if it ever comes to switch. 
<sighs> if it ever came to Switch, I would I would regrettingly buy it for full price because what's the, <laughs> the point? I, say, I already own it on Wii, but that's one I would probably rebuy. I would. I have the yeah. Steel Collection of the Metroid Prime trilogy for Wii, which I know is not cheap now. I know that game's worth a lot of money. Yeah, I got that for yeah. like eight, I got that for eighteen bucks at GameStop. Fuck that! I got it for fifty yeah. at Target when nice. it was new. I got, I, I got, yeah, I got it used for eighteen dollars at GameStop um, about like twelve years ago, thirteen That's years a ago. Fucking good deal. Yeah. When it came out, I, I I traded in Metroid Prime, Metroid Prime Two, and Metroid Prime Three to get it. You get all three games all over again. What did you, yep. you do for the other forty dollars? <laughs> <laughs> Whole different time. <laughs> uh, I mean, he didn't trade the games out. What are you trying to tell us? Because games would be like, that's nice. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I, back, I was probably back when GameStop was a little bit more reputable. Yeah, they were better. I, I as as a guy who used to work with people who managed the store and were like regional manager level, they had a lot of good things to say about it during the 360 era and the and the Wii era. They said things went downhill terribly. Like Xbox One, PS4 era is when GameStop really like they said it was a great place to work. But when when that place started losing money, I mean it. <laughs> that company is god awful now. If it's somehow still alive, so I mean, yeah. Oh, and I guess they're getting out of NFC. They're getting out of NFTs now, I think, already. Or crypto. They're getting, they're getting out, of, out of NFTs? I think I read, or maybe they, there was some article they said they were getting out of stuff. Like, you guys just, you idiots invested money when you shouldn't have. And you're like, oh, yeah, we're done. <laughs> yeah, they lost, like, I want to say billion, but that doesn't feel right. They lost a bunch of money, so they're just closing the NFT portion. Well, they never yeah, no one bought them. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was dumb. It's like, it you know, was. they got into it at the end of the, of, at the end of the phase. It's like, you know, I mean, just stupid people. Yeah. yeah, they're just trend chasing. Honestly, I I wish the meme stock never happened to them. Yeah, because I feel like that happened, and then they're like, "Oh, people do care about us," or you know, and it's like, no, not no, really. The oh, there's a documentary the on on Netflix about that stock, which is really really interesting. Where they took the guy to court who started the whole thing, who made millions off it. He was found not guilty of anything. He didn't do anything yeah. wrong. I but mean, they, he just, I mean, the stock market. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I, I, fuck, fuck all those like hedge fund people that lost all their money on that. Like they deserve it. Like, it's so really good I, though. I forget what it's called, but if you, I'm sure if you search meme stock or something, you'll find it on Netflix. But it's a really good documentary. I watched once that. I mean, there's a, there's some. Don't don't watch the end. We watch the two rapper guys will moon you at the end. It's stupid as fuck. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Okay. But awesome. other than that, it's good. It's actually a really good documentary. <laughs> so, do we have uh, comments or? Oh yes, I have a ton. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not seeing anything about my... games not stopping NFTs, by the way. But maybe there's an article I'm not seeing. Maybe no. Okay, I, I thought it was too. I, I I didn't see anything either. Maybe it was crypto. They do, they don't take now or something. I don't know. I saw something, but I think I confused it. But yeah, no, they lost a ton of money on that. So, all right. Uh, first from the Metroid group, from Isaiah Bell, my word, what to say. Metroid Dread is an adventure. Every time you play through it, you get this feeling deep inside. You feel like you know what is going to happen, and boom, you're feel- facing something crazy boss or running from an insane Emmy. I only wish I could play it for the first time again. Okay. Uh, from Elder Pro- Elder A A R. good game, just don't know how to do a Shine Spark in Metroid Dread. <laughs> it's hard. Mm. From Ricardo Garcia, Dread is essentially what Fusion wished it would have been. <laughs> from Matthew Bryant, Dread is the best metric for me. If it was super fun, it was super fun to speedrun, and now there is a randomizer that opens up to unlimited entertainment potential. Don't say that too loud. Nintendo might might close it. <laughs> oh yeah, this would be fun if a randomizer. Oh, I could see it. I don't think I have a beefy enough PC to emulate Switch quite yet, though. Oh, I don't think Switch is that hard, to be honest. I'm oh, is it not? 
No. It'll be so. fun to do randomizer until you you went into the first Emmy and it's the power bomb one. <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> uh, I can. I'm pretty sure you know Steam Deck can run Switch. Oh, okay. So Steam Deck well, can yeah. run. I mean, yeah, my com- my computer is like a, a, a you know comparable to Steam Deck. I think. So. Yeah, your Steam Deck's. Oh yeah. Steam Deck couldn't run Shadow Tomb Raider though on Epic, but I don't know if that was Shadow Tomb Raider's fault or that was just the fact that Epic wasn't playing well with my Steam Deck and I didn't play the second. I mean, I think it's yeah, it's just Epic is doesn't play well with Steam Deck, which I think makes sense. But um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that that does seem fun. A randomizer of this because I love the ran- I love doing randomizers of the uh, of Super, so I think this would go with that well too. <laughs> Nintendo wouldn't approve. <laughs> and from. Bram D. Koenig, Dread has become my favorite game in the series. I absolutely love it. My best friend who never played a 2D Metro game before loves Dread as well. Samus controls so amazingly well. That is all true. And from the official Laser Time community, I got a few I'm going to read. Uh, from Dave Heen, played intensely for about two hours and haven't gone back. I really need to because I really liked it. You should. This game is definitely worth it. it just tough in the beginning, I think, personally. Yeah, it's tough in the beginning. It gets a little easier, then it gets a little tougher again, but it's definitely something you should play. Oh, yeah. And from Chris Litchoice, I didn't expect to love the boss designs as much as I did. Metroid was never a game I came in for combat, but they nailed a tight feel a good use of the parry. The bosses really push you to the limit sometimes. <laughs> that is 100% true. And from Charles... Charles Morgan, I'll read some of this. He has a long one. Uh, I liked it a lot, but didn't love it. It's a great looking game with tight controls and movement and feels just right. The Emmy are sufficiently menacing and the early boss fights are great. My biggest fear before playing it was that it'd be more Samus Returns. Dread corrects a lot of the missteps of Samus Returns. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And from Jay Alberto, I bought the OLED Switch for, for it, but the game arrived and the Switch got delayed, so I played it on the TV on the old Switch and finished it in two days. On the third day, the OLED arrived, and I immediately replayed it in hard mode using the OLED handheld mode. It's the only game I finished and immediately started to play again. The hard, more, hard mode run was more focused and got considerably less loss. I even did some speedrun strategic stip, skips. Metroid Dread has become a must-recommend for new Switch owners. Okay. I would agree. This is definitely yeah. a game that I think would be, you know, great. Utilizes the first. system very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think this this is it. It just looks better than any other game on the system to me, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm just pull. I have a couple more to read. Just gotta pull them up because my dumbass didn't save something. He, I or maybe he didn't post something. <laughs> did I post this in Overblood? Was it, was it taken down? I don't know. No. I'm not in Overblood. I don't yeah, remember same. seeing. I don't remember. I, don't I remember didn't post it. Overblood. Oh. Normally, normally I go to comment on it. Just to be a little bit of a silly goose. All right, but I do got episode. <laughs> one other group I did post in uh, the Metroidvania group. No, I completely forgot Overblood. Apparently, oops. Oh well, that's yeah, fine. They're probably good to have a break for me for a change. Oh, uh, Mike, did you from... watch the Game Awards? By the way, no, I didn't. But I did. Yeah, he, I did see out. the clip. Yes, the Overblood shout out was. Amazing. There's no way. There's no way in hell people are playing that game. That game's awful. <laughs> there's no way in hell. Apparently, it was the most played game on Twitch. <laughs> what what game? Overblood. I don't even know what that is. It's a PS1 survival horror game that's only well-known because to us because the Game Informer did a replay of it years ago, and that's how this Facebook group that I'm oh, part okay. of that. I, I, that. I didn't realize that's what that... I've heard the name from you. It's a bad game. It was a game. I'm also okay. one of the only podcasts that has covered that game that is out there. I'm <laughs> one of the very, very few, because that's how... Ben Spiegel, who runs the Overblood 2 website, made a whole website for that game, found me, <laughs> was because he's like, you're one of the only people who covered Overblood. <laughs> it's like no one's covered that game on any podcast. So, yes, I'm one of the few. Like, did I ever tell you I, that I played that game in first person? Hmm? Did I ever tell you that I played that game in first person? 
completely oh, and terrible. It's amazing. It's an awful game. <laughs> we did it for our first anniversary. All right, and just a few more I'm going to read from James Stogel. Excellent Metroid game if they hadn't put in the 100% completely unnecessary stealth section that just killed any momentum, action, fun, or good vibes while playing just maybe turned the game off. Not because it was too difficult, just boring at a turnaround from what the rest of the game was, shoehorned in anti-contact that had no place in the rest of the game. So sadly, Dread was a disappointment. I'll likely never finish. Damn. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry that you felt that way, because, I mean, I didn't like the Emmys, but I also have an issue where if the game's put on the show, I will finish that fucking game to the best of my ability. Except for you, Beautiful Joe. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> good, Beautiful Joe is the only game that I couldn't do just because I just wasn't good enough. Blood Omen 2 crapped out on the final cutscene, but I consider myself beating it, and Soul Reaver 2, I just couldn't even get the run on anything. Mm. So, But that's the only... But Beautiful Joe is the only really one I count, because that was the one where I just wasn't good enough. All right? And from Edward Chapman, I enjoyed it for what it was, an action game with some clever Shine Shark puzzles, but there was too much hand-holding for me to consider it a true Metroidvania. From Reed Adams, I actually liked Dread once I got into it. After a while, it started to feel like classic Metroid. All right. Oh, and surviving after the robot grabs you is one of the gaming greatest little achievements. <laughs> yeah. And great cutscenes too, he says. And let's see. Okay, from David Lee, very overhyped. Take the hyper productions away. Other MVs, other Metrovanias are better. Atirna Noctis being one. Okay. I mean, this I can see. If you if this game is a little different of a Metrovania, I mean I also I've said this before on the show, but I personally prefer the RPG elements more in a Metrovania than I do when they don't have them. But I wouldn't Metroid is, so yeah, well, yeah. this, I mean, then with the one comment, this did throw back more to the Metroid roots of the Metroidvania because it was more 2D, although it looks very 3D. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's that that was a plus for it. I mean, it, it really did go back to the roots with all the years that we've had more 3D Metroid. <laughs> I mean, even even other M had its moments where it was 2D, but at other times it was 3D I with its gameplay. Cool. More I want to read from Matt Rutowski. Man, it was such a good game and worthy successor. The Metroid 2 remake on the 3DS really prepared me for what was going to be. I was more than happy with it, never being a prime person. And I'm just going to read a couple more from Daniel Nugent. It was all right. It was really good Metroid game, but that's as far as it goes. Uh, Daniel Montano loved it. Still waiting, still waiting for Metroid Prime 4. And it was not. And this was not expected. Worthy successor of the 2D Metroid saga from Jonathan Gagne. The wait was worth it with this one. And let's see here uh, from Joshua Harder, The killer robots made it a no go for me. OK, here's a good one. <laughs> this is the last one I'm going to read from Sal Parsi. I agree with someone here where the stealth robot sections were absolutely god awful and ultimately prevented me from finishing the game. Just a disastrous design decision that ruined any flow. I also felt like the game was insanely linear for Metroidvania. C tier at best and insane Nintendo had the balls to charge $60. Don't get how people hate these sections so much. They're just I, like I mean, any- I wanted to, I was upset with my Emmy Amiibo. I had nothing to do with it, but I didn't like it. I literally had it, like, I had it sitting on my desk because I would use the, I used the Amiibos for their abilities. And I was, like, getting tired of looking at it where I had to move it because it was irritating me. I kept dying. Like, I'm like, <laughs> they're nice little puzzles into themselves. They're more active than the Metroids were in Samus Returns. They're more interesting mm-hmm. than the SAX and the Phazon Samus were in Prime and in Fusion. Like, they are yeah. the best version of that trope that Metroid has done time and time again. I loved them. I love yeah, it. they were they were both a nice break from just the traditional exploring. Uh, they were also an aggravating break from the traditional exploring. <laughs> That's true. But it is uh, basically that is how it is. It just works so well in what it is. It wasn't. I mean, they irritated me, but at the same time, it, I did get good after a while. And 
the fact that the other thing, the reason why I, I read that comment is the joke in the 60 price. It's Nintendo. Nintendo will always do what they do and you can't stop them. Like, I wish you could. I wish they would lower their, they don't lower the prices. Like, I mean, I paid 50 bucks for Metroid Dread a year later. I was not happy that I had to pay 50 bucks for a game because it's me and I'm a cheap bastard, but I needed my game. <laughs> so yeah. there are times when Nintendo does lower its prices on games when they like re-release them as a Nintendo choice. Oh, yeah. When's that coming for Switch, Richard? I have no idea. Oh, I, I got the answer. <laughs> Never. I was say, I mean, I got a lot of great games on 3DS for 20 bucks that way. Like, brand new, $20. Like, yeah. um, Link Between Worlds. Uh, great game. Samus Returns yeah, was, a fun was made like that. I mean, I didn't get I got Samus Returns when it came out at the full price, but even the full price was. But good. yeah, they haven't done it on Switch know. yet, which bothers this, me. This game is totally, this to me, this game is totally worth $60. Like, I mean. I just don't like, yeah, I don't like paying that much because I also never play games new. I mean, this yeah. is the newest, I mean, this will probably be the newest game of the show for a bit. Because I just don't, wow. like, I mean, I usually wait to play games. I usually wait, I mean. Well, you, you play so many games for the show, though. Like, you would you would be in the poorhouse if you were buying games. Playing <laughs> yeah, you know? would be. But for, like, a regular consumer, like, and especially because I don't buy a lot of games for my Switch, honestly. Because the Switch is, like, the third system I use. Like, after my PS5 and my PC, you know, like, most of the games on my Switch are games for my son. So, for me, like, one or two, like, really great games a year is works for me for the switch yeah in 2021 it was metroid prime and i don't remember what else came out in 2021 uh brilliant diamond which i regretted buying and i didn't enjoy (laughs) oh i i need to play that series i need to play the diamond i want to play the original but i need to play that series i I was not a fan but i never played the original either so i know i know what you're saying i mean i still do it myself i buy games uh when they're on sale I mean, I held off, yeah, I think, same. for maybe about two years before I bought Little Little Nightmares 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah, same. We just got Little Nightmares 2 recently for my son. I, it's That's funny. I was in, I'm in a Facebook group, and someone's like, so Hades is on sale for, like, 10 bucks. Is it worth it? I'm like, are you freaking? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hades is fucking I worth it. I could buy that. Like, that's seriously one of the best games of the last, like, decade. Are you? Yes, it's worth $10. It's worth $60. Like, I don't know. I personally don't care if i buy it and it's like on sale or you know if it's new price or if it's five dollars like it's nice when it happens when it's cheaper but if i'm buying a game you know there's a reason i'm buying it right i want to play it or i'm hoping to play it eventually or i just want it right and when i buy it it's when i buy it yeah like that's that's the budgeting money that i've used yeah i mean i don't it's basically all i spend my my extra money on is games so I, yeah. I, I used I used to be super just like cheap about it. I used to buy lots. Of, so I have like so many like cartridges and C- DVD CDs and all that kind of stuff. And I'm now I'm like, no, I'd rather just buy it full price digitally. So I don't have to get up and change the cartridge. Yeah, I like <laughs> well, doing that. That's the space. fun part. I mean, <laughs> I will buy switch games. I buy physical just because, but like I I'm, I'm in love with steam. I'm a huge steam collector at this point. And I buy every, cause I just like, I have all these bookshelves of games and I'm like, when I moving sucks and I won't moving probably hopefully until I'm old, very old. I've mostly, <laughs> I've mostly sold most. I have like one drawer full of like NES, Super Nintendo 64 games that I don't want to get rid of, but I've mostly sold uh, and I've got take uh, all my PS, PS2 games and put them in like a big binder. And I, I and oh no, yeah, no. I got rid of all like, I don't <laughs> Why would you like do that. that? I don't him. keep the I don't keep the packaging. Any, I don't care about that collecting business anymore. It's oh, like, but you're like, I, discs. I, I, it's, they're fine. 
Well, I mean, I actually thought about selling a good vast anyway. of my collection multiple times because, like, I'm never actually going to do anything with them. And I, mean, I have I, a majority of them in other ways. And I'm just I like... Sold, I, I sold my complete can't. box copy of Chrono Trigger. Cause, you know, I had it complete in box from when I bought it back in 1995 with my allowance or 97 with my allowance. And, and I was like... Oh shit! I can get like three hundred fifty dollars for this. I've got the game on. I've got the game on <laughs> DS and yeah. Steam. Like, why got do a better I need... version on DS? Yeah, I've got D, and the Steam version has been patched to be basically oh, the definitive and... version. But anyway, our point is: since you open the door, it's not a collector anymore. For that comment, I'm actually buying a Chrono Trigger cartridge Wednesday, but I'm <laughs> buying a plastic big giant one that a guy 3D printed and put a label on it for like twenty bucks. <laughs> That's gonna go on my wall. <laughs> I, I am a collector, doing that. I will say. I like collecting, I've always liked collecting, and I, I, I feel like, you know, in this in this industry, there's such little attention paid to, like, retro gaming or anything beyond what's current at this point. That, like, there's just going to be so much of it sitting around, even with the hot prices being as high as they are. And, yeah. you know, if if you care about it, you know, that's, that's just part of the game, is collecting, to me at least. Yeah. I get that. I, I used to be big about collecting. I just, I mean, I'm big enough that I can't bring myself to sell my collection. And I can't. My wife's like, you need three copies of this game? I'm like, no, I don't. But it ain't going anywhere. But no, I don't. <laughs> I just can't. But yeah. I, yeah, I, there, there was definitely a point where I did. And then I just, at some point, I was just like, no, I'm good. And so, yeah, I mean, I kept some fair. stuff that I just don't want to get rid of. Like, you know, my, my gold cartridge of the original Legend of Zelda was my first video game that I ever got right and so that you know i still you know have you know in the box with the manual and all that stuff but yeah for the most part i just am like oh no you know unless no i guess especially that. if it's something i have another way to play i'm just kind of but i you know on the other hand on my my twitch channel i repair and modify video game consoles so i've got like 40 video game consoles in my workshop so i guess that's a form of collecting or hoarding <laughs> <laughs> He's I've, got, I've, got, I've got i've got i've got six or seven nes's out i've got at least eight or nine game cubes out there i mean i so. i can't even tell you how many funko pops are surrounding me at the moment uh, and i don't want to know but i collect funko pops that's kind of a yeah. thing it doesn't turn into hoarding until you can't move about in your place <laughs> yeah yeah no i'm fine all mine are all like this my Funko Pops are displayed. They're not as displayed the way as much as i want to by by section but they are displayed like i have a whole wonder woman dedicated section i have a you Hakusho section, so I have sections, but I, I have to admit, yeah, figurines is something that like I'm I'm looking to my right and looking at Amiibo and Gunpla and like like big like uh, the adult like Ultra Collector series Lego sets that are built and put up. But then I also have a 3D <laughs> printer, and so I make my own, and that has saved me from spending more money. And also <laughs> the fact that I think I think Funko Pop, I hate I despise the art style of Funko Pops. Which is good that. because otherwise I would have so many. Oh god! If they, ever, if, if they get in Nintendo, if, I'm fine. If they didn't have those like dead shark eyes, I think that I would probably like own a thousand Funko Pops and have to take out a second mortgage or something. So oh I get, god! If they ever I get, get in Zelda, get I'm fucked. I will buy every single Zelda one. <laughs> Pokemon. That's what got me in trouble yeah. with the amiibos is all the Zelda amiibos, and I was like, oh no. I've seen two. Two Zelda yeah. people are missing. I cannot I say which, which ones. Uh, I'm missing. Okay, yep. And the Twilight Princess Link that was a GameStop exclusive. Yeah, uh, got, yeah. Mm. I don't know that one. I'm missing Ganondorf the... and Sheik. Nice. I don't have all of them like that. I've I've got, but I also don't keep them in the packages. I take them I don't out. Either. They're all in my. Oh yeah, but mine I, are yeah, all displayed. I've, 
I've got the original series of the Breath of the Wild ones. I've got all those, like the first run before they put out the champions. And okay. I don't have I don't have the uh, Guardian. And then I've got you know I've got twi- I've got a Ocarina of Time Link and original original Zelda Link like eight bit Link and uh, obviously Zelda's my favorite series. And I've got the Wolf Link with Midna sitting. That one's That's like a good one to have. That one's like right in front of my monitor on my desk next to my uh, 3D printing of Havel the Rock from Dark Souls. <laughs> So. We we had gone into a Best Buy to buy a Christmas gift or some kind of gift. Maybe it was Christmas a few years back, and I saw a Majora's Mask Link with the Goron mask. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's rare. yeah, that's a yeah, and I was like, I'm fucking buying this. <laughs> this is now yeah, mine. That, that was the Best Buy exclusive, by the way. So that was a good choice to buy that one because that's one of the rare. I I like. I'm only missing the two. I was at a toy show. I go to a toy show and she had a big box of Amiibos that are all open box. And I'm digging through them, but there was no Sheik, even though she wanted like she wanted like 30 bucks for a bunch of them. I'm like, this is stupid. But I would have. There's a play seller at Ganondorf a few years back, but dude wanted $35 for it. And I was just like, and it was Yeah, and it was opened. And I was like, no. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've got Ganondorf. He's one of the first Amiibo I got, actually. But I don't, I I mean, I just bought, I've not, I've never paid above retail for him. In fact, I bought them mostly on sale. Like the the Zelda, uh, the Breath of the Wild ones, I got those. They uh, Target was doing a buy two get one free thing, and so I actually, I actually, that is, I'm I'm very much against people like buying and flipping things, but I I did buy like twelve of those and sell them to where it ended up being free for me. <laughs> I didn't sell them for a lot. I sold them for like fifteen dollars each, though. They're regular That's not retail. Too bad. I, I, that was the regular retail price for them. I yeah. wasn't like price gouging, but still, it was kind of it was a little. A little against my morals. Hi, <laughs> All right, we should go to shelf stacker box. Yeah. And so. Dominic, you want to go first? Yeah, I I don't know. Like I'm so torn because it's like this is not a game I'm going to come back to anytime soon, but it's a game I quite like. So I'm thinking maybe maybe the stack. Okay. And Nate, I love this game. I'm going to put it in on the shelf because I loved it so much. I learned speed runs for it, and. Even just replaying it, I was like, God, this is such a cool game. Like, it's so good. And I hope Mercury Steam is working on more Metroid. Don't care if they're remaking Super Metroid or making a new Metroid. Like, I just want more Mercury Steam Metroid games. Okay. And Richard? Uh, You know what? I think I'm going to put this on the shelf as well. I mean, I love the style they had with it. I love the look of it. And even those trying, like, sections where we're waiting for everything, for the next section to load up when, you know, Samus is either riding the elevator or (laughs) traveling on the train or teleporting. You know what? Those were cool. They were nicely done. I would love seeing another Metroid game done in this style. Same. So, yeah, I'm going to put it on the the shelf. It's going to be, I mean, I can't judge, put the whole... (laughs) I'm not going to say anything on the whole series because I've only been around on this episode. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Carrie. Oh, yeah. Shelf for sure. I think Super Metroid is maybe always going to be my favorite Metroid game because I just have played it so much. But I think I think this is, to me, the best Metroid game. I put it number one in the series, even if okay. Super still holds a special place for me. This is, I think, the best. It is the culmination of the series in so many ways. And uh, so even though I'm probably not going to play it again until probably this time next year, probably play through it again, maybe try to 100% it on hard mode this time, you know, <laughs> um, or or hit that boss rush again. I'll probably come back to the boss. I mean, I, I still haven't finished the boss rush. So, yeah, shelf for, shelf for sure. Well, Nate, you can do a dread mode playthrough. 
<laughs> yeah, that is something I just I can't comprehend because yeah, I can't even imagine dread mode. Yeah, no, thank you. That's, Great. that's insane. And I'll go last. I'll put this in the stack. I had a really good time, but this game is so fucking hard. I don't want to go back. I don't want to play it again. But I, I mean, I had fun. I had a great time. I can see the issues people have with this game. The difficulty was a little high for me. It doesn't have the exploration that I love in a Metroid in a, or a Metroidvania game as much. I do. I mean, there is some. It's just I also have the leveling thing, which is a big part for me. But again, Metroid doesn't have that. I know that. But I had a great time. I just I have no it just go in the stack because it didn't hit me the same, even though I felt so good when I finished it. <laughs> but stack. All right. And we should talk about, I want to mention what we're going to be talking about next week. Next week, to celebrate Christmas, we're going to be playing Cthulhu Saves Christmas. <laughs> I've heard that's really cool. It actually is really cool. I already beat it. I, it's a, it's a, a very interesting game. Well, cool. Well, I still can't fathom how. Uh, you've explained the, somewhat the story to me. I'm like, how? I will explain it next week. <laughs> so, you can hear it when it comes out. <laughs> I won't say it here, but yeah, there, there's an explanation for it. It's, the game, if, if the game is worth playing. Okay, it, it's it's a very interesting little RPG. It's a it's not a very long game, but it's very interesting. So I will say that. Yeah, this will come out right. Uh, probably be releasing this one just on Christmas Day and Chris, Christmas evening or that one. I was just doing the math yeah. in my head. Yeah, uh, the uh, Christmas night it'll come out. Nobody will listen nice. to it the day it comes out. Maybe who knows? Maybe people are like, oh, I want to listen to Christmas. Okay, but it'll be out there. And <laughs> if you want to listen. A- with my family. <laughs> There'll be a lot of swearing, so you might not want to. Because <laughs> I, I never know what's going to happen, but I do swear in these episodes a lot. So, And if you want to hear more Metroid, we did Metroid Samus Returns, episode 157. We did Super Metroid Recovered, a Recovered one that came out in December 2021. Uh, we did Metroid Prime, episode 142. Metroid Zero Mission, episode 43. Metroid Fu- oh, Metroid Zero Mission Recovered, uh, Recovered 43, when we did that again. Metroid Fusion episode 103, Metroid Zero Mission originally is episode 43, Super Metroid is our first episode, which is way different when the show first started, <laughs> compared to what the show becomes. Yeah. Because I think, God, because I didn't know what the hell I was going when I started, to, like any podcast, you never know what you're doing. Didn't you guys only have shelf or box or stacker box? It was just shelf and box for the longest for a while. When Mike joined, then we had a stack at some point. But also, like in like in the first episode of Super Metroid, like we had different segments. We were trying to do some current stuff. Like we didn't know, we, you know, I was still figuring out what the hell we were doing. So much different time. I don't. I wouldn't even listen to it. It's gotta be dead. Back bad. in the dark ages, when dinosaurs ruled the earth, and the <laughs> and the greatest state and the greatest work of art was ugh. Well, the show is getting close to four years. So that's been going on for yeah, four years almost. Yeah, wow. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, oh, right. And Carrie, where can people find you at? Hey, uh, so I'm on Twitch at Carousetta, K-E-R-O-O-S-E-T-A. As I said earlier, I modify and repair video game consoles on there. Uh, but more often than not, I just hit that uh, stream button while I'm playing whatever I happen to be playing on my PS5. A lot of, lot of Dark Souls, mostly. So. <laughs> and Dominic. Yes, I'm on the Old Blood Facebook group. I'm also uh, on the Dissonant Waves YouTube podcast, uh, Dissonant Waves, Dissonant Waves on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at D-A-C-I-C-H-O-C-K-I. And Richard. Uh, you can find me up on YouTube, where I have my YouTube channel, Rich Kale, where I play through a bunch of games, inclu- and I have played through AM2R on there. I have also, since I, I did put a little humor in there, I was a, not <laughs> Metroid-related, but Dread-related. You can see Judge Dread, Dread versus Death <laughs> in there, which I think Mike should try for this show. Uh, I don't like Judge Dredd, so we'll see. Philistine! <laughs> You probably watched the bad movie with Sylvester Stallone in it. I have. I also seen the good movie with God. I can't remember his name all of a sudden. Keith Urban. 
Yes, that's a good movie. But I just yeah, don't. Because he, he followed the rule with Dread. He doesn't show his face. Right. It's a good but movie. you can also find uh, stuff up on uh, fanfiction.net and some other stuff that I've written over the years. And if you really want, if you can really <laughs> want to try and find the Internet Archive, I actually did write a <laughs> A walk, sort of, a semi walkthrough for Metroid Two. <laughs> oh, and Nate, did you have anything you want to plug? Yes, I am in no way affiliated with this video game, but I have been playing the heck out of this video game. It is called Chained Echoes. It just came out on the eighth, and it is a JRPG that is a throwback to the SNES and PS One JRPGs, but it's done in like a really smart way where. Uh, it's made by one guy. It took him seven years, uh, Matthias Linda, and it has really smart combat. Uh, he just took basically the best things that JRPGs introduced over the years and then cut out all the stuff that didn't work. And it is fantastic. <laughs> and I think everyone should play it. I'm actually looking at the website Ooh. for it right now. It looks it cool. Look I have it on my wish list now. Yeah, I saw I saw a trailer for it the week before it came out, and I was like, "What the fuck is this game?" And I was like, just like googling, I was like, "This looks so cool," and it just became a day <laughs> one buy for me. So yeah, go if you like Chrono Trigger and other SNES RPGs, I highly recommend it. And if you it's enjoyed this, no, no, enjoyed- no, go ahead. Oh. If you enjoyed this show, other 400 other episodes of this show, you can find everything on Podbean. If you can't find what you're looking for on Spotify and iTunes, because it only goes back 100 episodes, and I produce a lot of content. Let's go check all that out. If you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon. For Little's Dollar, you can vote in our Patreon polls. Right now, the poll is Mike Christmas Gift, as I'm titling it, because there's four movies I need to do, and you get to decide which ones I'm going to, which one I'm going to cover. Uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, Spider-Man 2002, Amazing Spider-Man 2, and Eternals. You get to decide which one, because I'm trying to, I need to get all those done before I can do more stuff in, I can do eventually Spider-Man No Way Home. So, <laughs> so you get to help me on that. And if you want to talk with us, we do have a Discord. You'll see a link in the show notes. Please go join our Discord. You can chat with us. And we'll give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Hasfer. You can follow her on TikTok. You will see links to show notes with all these gentlemen that had stuff to post besides that game. And if you and also we have a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who did the MCU movies with me, started his own podcast, a gamer looks at 40. Definitely go check him out. You'll see a link in the show notes to him. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube, audio only. But we are on YouTube. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Mike, bye. Later. Later. Games down.